and good morning, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. I am your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And as you can see by the screen, we are going to be doing things differently in 2021. And that is right. You're going to, you're seeing uh, Marvel's Avengers gameplay. And uh, what we're going to be doing, because I was able to, uh, I was gifted a very, very powerful computer that can do all of the bells and whistles that I need to run this show. From now on, we are going to be uh, having gameplay in the background as well, of course, as the border. And of course, the scrolling text that talks about the Patreon supporters as well as the channel members. Um, and of course, uh, this is something that I know I've seen on many other people's channels. Uh, I just didn't have a powerful enough PC to do it. Thanks to Mrs. Boomstick this holiday, I now do. So of course, moving forward, you're going to see some of the hottest gameplay in the background and hopefully we can uh, increase the sub count and the watch count because people have been asking for this and now I can deliver. Uh, of course, let's get into of, uh, the incredible panel that I have scheduled here for today. And we don't have any guests, but we do have the panel members that are here each and every week. And we do have an outstanding show and we're going to open it up with Resident Evil Showcase that happened yesterday. And my God, we have a lot to talk about. But let's get into the introductions. And of course, we're going to go with the chainsaw cutting best voice in podcasting. Please welcome Crispy Bomb. Oh, Boom has upgraded. He's got it going on now. Yeah, what's up, everybody? <laughs> good morning. I have my coffee. I have uh, gotten some good sleep and I'm ready to roll. Well, it's great to have you a part of today's show. Uh, thank you so much for that. And yes, it's great to have you here to give us your candid opinion that we all appreciate. Next up, you know him as someone that is not only an incredible community member, not only is he an incredible podcaster, but he is a diehard gamer. Please welcome Dreadpool. Good morning, everyone. Yes, I decided to skip out on the bacon and eggs i decided to skip out on the chicken and waffles i decided to go for the bun and cinnamon oh, i'm nice. not going to give them any props because they are not sponsoring this show but if they want to <laughs> let you know hit us up and i will i will promo the hell out of that Oh, yeah. Well, so would I. I, I definitely appreciate uh, any any uh, channel support from sponsors would be nice. Next up, you know him. He is someone on loan from PlayStation Nation, the subtle voice of the incredible trophy room looking to take first place away from kind of funny games. And I think he's on the path to greatness. Please welcome Mr. Bad Bit. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> how are you doing? What's up? Everybody? I didn't listen. Did I wake up? 30 minutes ago thinking that because my clock was wrong it said 9 37 i'm like i'm gonna be so late look <laughs> <laughs> at my coffee i'm ready i'm i didn't get any good sleep because i have been playing the resident evil demo yes so good i got some thoughts so i can't wait to talk about it man I yeah with that we're gonna open this open the floor with that because that is a big deal a lot of red on top of that news we got a lot of resident evil news to get into more specifically uh they kind of dropped a, a a media bomb yesterday in a little uh, i don't know the show was like 40 minutes or so and it was uh, was packed with a lot of content we're gonna get into it and last and in no way least, our trophy hunting professional. You know him as BitCloud Gaming. Welcome to the program there, sir. 
What's going on? I don't know how you guys slept. I couldn't either. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't. Well, I mean, listen, it it is Friday. The weekend is here. Hopefully everyone is going to be off on that week, said weekend, and enjoy themselves. But we got to get right into the crux of the story. First of all, I want to thank the near 100 people already here. Uh, Obviously, if you are here early and often, please consider hitting that uh, like button. Uh, more More importantly, if you are new to this program, we want to say welcome. Uh, This is a safe space for gamers, not PlayStation gamers, not Xbox gamers, not Nintendo gamers, not PC Master Race gamers. Everyone is welcome here. And the chat is, in fact, a safe space. Thanks to our resident sheriff known as Lethal Papa, who walks silently and carries a really big and thick band stick, which he has been using because, you know, trolls just want to be trolls. And if you are one, look out, you're going to get banned. First of all, I have to thank Smitty Smith in it's, it's who opens up the show with an outstanding and extremely generous $20 super chat and says, good morning, everyone. Shout out to Mrs. Boomstick for upgrading and always taking care of Boom and the community. Salute to salute the Book of X. Well, thank you. And I will definitely let her know she is a big fan of yours and she definitely appreciates the support you send my way. But let's get into what happened yesterday. Now, obviously, I think one of the most important and key factors for uh, the Resident Evil Village that is going to be uh, coming out this year was when it was going to be coming out. And we have a confirmation date of May 7th, uh, 2021. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little shocked that it was that late. I did expect it to be February or March because normally... You know, they they like to that's what that's when they release Resident Evil games. Obviously, this March, we're going to be celebrating the uh, 25th anniversary of Resident Evil, uh, which, of course, launched first in Japan on uh, on May 22nd, 1996, folks. Uh, And obviously uh, that game has changed. Well, yeah, it's 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 a long time ago. And what's I think what's even more incredible is that we have seen this go from the master of unlocking and a fixed camera to first person perspective and and everything in between we've seen remakes we've seen gun game gun like light gun games we have seen uh, failed experiments in the, you know the umbrella chronicles which was not good um and we have now made it full circle 25 years later. For me personally, if you're a fan of the show, you know that this is one of my favorite uh, series in, in gaming, number one. But, Joe, we're going to start with you because you've been playing obsessively, I would, I would, I would like to say, about uh, the Resident Evil um, 8 demo, which is titled The Maiden. And what is what, the crux of this particular demo is it's not a shooter, shooty, bang, bang kind of a thing. It's more of you're running for your life and you're sneaking around like a rat um, and you're trying to escape. Now, the demo isn't that long, but it's creepy as F. And I played with, of course, the new pair of PlayStation 5 Sony headphones. Oh, you finally got them. Oh, yes. I got them a couple Ooh, weeks ago. Finally, okay. my, collect- my collection is complete. And I got to tell you, man, I played in the dark and I had the red lights going on behind the TV because now I have the ambience for the big screen. 
And shit, man, I, I got to be honest with you. There were a couple of scares that made me jump and I, and I kind of hurt my back on Tuesday. So it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Joe, what are your thoughts on the demo that they dropped yesterday as a surprise to all PlayStation 5 owners? You're I muted, think, Joe. I oh. think you're muted. You're muted, Joe. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Again, I'm so tired. Um, I, so I played this at 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I wanted to get the full effect, and I definitely did because immediately, well, you're you're like you're in a dungeon, like you wake up on the floor, and like I'm just like I've made such a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. But, but I committed, man. I committed. I was, um, I got I got a first shout out. Something that never really gets a shout out. Uh, shout out to the Tempest sound of the PS5. Yes, the sound in this demo crazy good insane like you could hear and you could pinpoint locate where roaches were on the floor like the sound is just that great um this is like an older thing they cut from the demo you can hear it in the dungeon on the yeah. right side on the wall you can hear it scratching like trying to come at you it's like okay you hear you hear the scratching what's what's gross you hear the blood dripping uh, mm-hmm. if, if, if you stop, if you walk past the chain, you hear the chain rattle. Uh, there, when the when the uh, when there's a particular point where a lady that's that's dead slumps over mysteriously, of course, of course, and you hear it. If you're down the hall, you hear it. Yeah. And you're like, what the f just happened? Yeah, and I need to leave. And the, then the the this, the second thing that I was just like enamored by is when you walk into the main hall and you see the the chandelier and the lighting off of that. It, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, like I was telling, I, like I was asking my co-host Kyle before I started this demo, like, all right, so like, what what am I going to expect here? Because I'm a fraidy cat. Um, <laughs> like, are there any ghouls or are there goblins? Like, what's yeah. up? And uh, and he's just like, it's not that type of demo, but it's really good at building tension and kind of kind of what you're going to expect from this game and it just looks this this truly looks like the first triple a next gen game like yes it's coming out on ps4 yes it's coming out on xbox one but it it really does feel like and look like the textures the lighting the sound like this is gonna be a real you know next gen experience that i felt out of that demo so Honestly, my first impressions, I'm I'm like Ainsley right now. Like Ainsley was just like, Well, this is my new most anticipated game of this year. Yeah. It definitely is. I'm and I I I come in too, my last point. I come in as um a, a bit of a resident evil novice. Like I came in on this franchise with seven as my starting point, and then playing RE2 remake, then playing RE3 remake. So I'm I'm still like, I don't know, I don't have the attachment to like Chris Redfield or, or any of that. So like I'm coming in because I want to get spooky. You know, I want to get, get spooked and terrified. So like that's what I, I, I want out of this series. It looks like I'm definitely getting that. And so, you know, c- coming in back into the first person perspective, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it. I want to know what you guys think. I don't know, like, I wasn't sure, like, I was like, man, I really loved RE2. It's possibly one of the best horror games I've ever played next to Dead Space. And I really enjoyed RE3. Um, I loved the third-person perspective. I don't know how I'm going to like the first person. And 
like seeing the trailer and then experiencing it for myself, I kind of felt like at home. I was like, okay, I'm going to definitely enjoy this. So yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. When it was announced, here's the thing. We, we have to go all the way back to Resident Evil 5 because Resident Evil 5, for a lot of people, was a miss. For me, it's a masterpiece for a lot of reasons. Uh, I, love the, I, love, I love the way the, the, the portrayal of Chris. I, I love, um, I love the, as the setting in Africa. I, I love his, uh, um, his co-op partner that you could play in co-op. Um, and then, of course, Capcom... Capcom tried to do something that was a, an utter mess and a mistake. And what wound up happening is they tried to create Resident Evil Gears yep. with six. And it was a disaster. As a matter of fact, I have beaten every Resident Evil. Listen to me, folks. I'm not talking about just mainstream series. If you go back to the PlayStation 2, they had a bunch of light gun games. I beat them all. The only one outbreak game. Like, was the strategy one. It was, yeah, I beat them all, dude. All of them. The only one that I did not beat, that I could not stomach, that I bought twice and I gave multiple attempts to, was Resident Evil 6. So when 7 came out, folks, you got to understand something. And I've talked about this a hundred times. And BitCloud, you, you, you know, because you're a big Capcom fan like me, and I'm going to get to you next. Yep. In 2016, they were on the ropes. And I mean that they were within a pen signing a piece of paper, Chapter 11. Folks, you don't understand how close it was that they were going to go over the edge and Resident Evil 7 saved them. Now, I'm not going to front here. When I first found out it was first person, I was immediately turned off. I was like, oh, I don't know about this. What, what are they chasing now after six? And in 2017, it was my game of the year. It was a masterpiece. I beat it four times on the PS4, four times on the Xbox One, and loved every minute of it. So obviously, a lot of people, after two and three, the remakes, people were expecting just another remake or Resident Evil 8 to be you know, third person. I'm glad they went back to first person. Now, BitCloud, you had a chance to play this as well, yep. which is why, of course, you were exhausted. What are your thoughts on the new entry, and more importantly... What it looks like on the PlayStation 5. All right. So I'm with you. Like Capcom literally was just like when everybody's like, you know, shit list basically, right? Nobody really wanted to give Capcom a, a benefit of a doubt for the longest. Resident Evil 7 was a nice breath of fresh air. I wasn't really scared of it. I don't know about you. I didn't get scared in Resident Evil 7. I kind of just got uneasy, tension filled moments. Bro, the first 30 yeah. minutes. I, that's no, the thing. When the father I mean, is chasing you and you have yeah, to open up the that open was up more the floor, comedy. that was yeah. I was nervous, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that was more interesting like, comedy. Just go and he's just like the uh, father. Because remember when he first see him, he comes at you with oh. the hammer. He's like, "Here's daddy." Yeah. He breaks the table. He goes, huh? He's like, "God damn it! How, how do I how do I fix this? I'm gonna fix this." And he breaks out the window. So I was like, "Okay, that was pretty cool." That was all attention, but you know it was cool for what and it when was. When he shoots himself with your own gun, like he, yeah, like, that was creepy. And he comes back the next like uh, the next level when you go upstairs. He opens the oh, door and he's like his whole head is like reformed. It's like maggots coming out of it. <laughs> that that was another <laughs> weird part. But yeah, you know that that stuff was like all attention to me. Um, this one, this this new one, like that was like the main thing because I watched the uh, the stream first. You know the Resident Evil showcase first before we played the demo. And going into the demo, let me tell you, man, that stream, that video that they did, you know, trying to give you like a taste of what you're going to get for the game. It doesn't do the game justice. It, it I agree. It really does not. Yes. The, the HDR 
oh my god the hdr the way oh. the the setting is it all pops it looks yeah. so much more authentic when you play it in real time it is uh amazing really amazing atmosphere i love the setting the way the demo starts off with you being in the dungeon, you being one of the handmaidens of the, uh, I guess, the vampire or the crew, you find out that those uh, three particular uh, vampires who like kind of do the bidding of the tall woman, those are actually, in fact, her daughters, not her like coven. Those are her daughters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the reason why you're, you know, you're even in this situation with this maiden um, is because the maidens made a mistake and opened the windows and they were like when when the women were complaining about the house being stuffy they opened the windows and they were like no 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 they all like told them to shut it and they killed them out of anger yes. so that's what that was about but as it can progress though it's so good um the sound again with tempest audio you can actually hear and just feel kind of like get like a pinpoint location of where they are for most of the demo like when you're going through certain areas you can clearly see they're toying with you they're opening the doors for you yeah and um you can tell where they are of course when it gets to the ending of the demo and you see the tall lady and she does those like crazy long fingernails Freddy that kind of immediately yeah, yeah that kind of <laughs> made me think that she was like a perfected uh tyrant yes from resident oh, evil 2 yes interesting. and that's what i kind of got i was like hmm, did they like make like a did they perfect the tyrant and and like you know uh molded with vampire dna or something yeah. That was that was really cool, but it was it was good. Really liked yeah. it. You know what was great? I mean, obviously, there's there's a lot to really like about the demo for sure. But because obviously, uh, if you again, I think this is this is a game that is going to not only use the Tempest sound with the headphones to its advantage. I, I I'm I'm under the impression, and they have not confirmed this yet. So, folks, this is just my assumption. So, of course, I could be 100 percent wrong. But Resident Evil Seven came with a free vr mode i don't know if they're coming um uh if if resident evil the village is going to have that i would imagine it would to be mm -hmm. honest with i you. think it would be in the future it, when they relaunch the vr for ps5 i think yeah um, maybe and also like if it was uh it'd probably be that weird you need to download the ps4 version of the game to play it. yeah you're probably right and you know something it's it's funny you you, you actually get to that because crispy i want to bring you into the conversation i know that you don't have the playstation 5 yet but what was interesting and what was actually surprised a lot of people the resident evil the village was originally only next generation when it was announced they clearly said it was going to be pc playstation 5 xbox series x and s we found out yesterday that they've been working dil diligently, and I think that's probably why it's coming out in May and not March, is because there's some work left to do. But they're releasing it on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Are you surprised by this? Uh, a little bit. I mean, you know, that's not originally what they talked about. So uh, a little happy about that. I mean, type of game I would pick up, you know, at a, a discounted price or something, especially uh, knowing my girlfriend loves these spooky games. Me, it's... Really, probably not going to scare me. Uh, I've been watching the demo. I've watched it a few times, and it's I, I, I see what they're doing. I see the supernatural aspect of it. Um, I don't know. I, I just hope it runs good on uh, the the OG consoles, as we're going to start calling them soon. You know, at this point, they are probably uh, they're doing that because there's just it's too hard to get a PS5 and a Series X. Yeah. Yes, not another one. I yeah. got a question for you, Chris. Are, are do you are you just like 
are you not afraid by like scary games? Because I know some people are like, nah, like they love scary movies. They they don't like scary games because it it doesn't evoke the same uh, like you know adrenaline, I guess, or whatever. I mean, I'll be honest. Very few and far between movies themselves have gotten me scared. Okay. I'm literally one of them people that are laughing while they're walking through the haunted graveyard when you're, when you're, uh, you know, in Hollywood yeah. time. So I, I just, I don't know. It's hard to scare me. Like, yes, there's things sometimes, like, like some of the paranormal activity, some of the parts in that got me a little bit. But like, it's it's few and far between. It has to be very unexpected, and you know. I get what they're doing. It seems like they're going to a more supernatural part of it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, just, I, that, I, I just wonder, I wonder how they're going to tie it all back in. You know what I'm sure. saying? You yeah. know, because it, it feels like they, they're just trying to make like Resident Evil its own entity and, and have like different branches of it. So, okay. You know, it, it's a little little off for me because, you know, I, I'm used to what they have always had. And I feel like they're using the remakes as like the catalyst to like the original of what it is. And it's like, but are they going to bring it back there at some point? Because I know I know a lot of people that might not want to play this game just because it's first person. You know what I mean? They, they might be right. off put on it. So, you know what? I've, yeah, you know what? I've gotten the main takeaway from much. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, I was just saying that's the thing about horror movies. We've seen so many of the same scares. It's hard to really scare us over the years. Yeah, you have to be really smart about it. like Midsummer is like is terrifying because it's just so different. At least to me, and I'm also a scary cat. But like, <laughs> but one thing I got out of Crispy Bomb's uh, comment here is when it's the end of the world, a zombie apocalypse. Crispy Bomb's the leader. <laughs> he's gonna be. A cute, uh, like a cool cucumber, and we're all gonna be freaking out. And he's gonna know what to do. He's gonna have a cool mind, you know. He's gonna make the new Zombie Land rules. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Faster than sheep. I got a machete for a reason, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, guys, cardio. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you definitely got to keep it up. If you got to run from these things, uh, then I think a lot of people are going to be in big trouble. But uh, Dreadpool, let's get your opinion on this. Uh, look, I don't know what your affiliation is with Resident Evil, uh, but did did, were you, did the meter move for you uh, at all with Resident Evil Village? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it it definitely uh, piqued my interest. It, everything always piques my interest, right? So, But this one definitely does it. Uh, when it comes to horror... You, you know me, I do haunted houses, so I don't get scared. Oh, that's easily. right. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, Chris, but guess what? You're going to be one of the first ones dead. Because <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah. the scary cats are usually the first ones to run versus you and me standing there like, okay, I'm going to watch this one play through. <laughs> so that's what's going to happen to us because we're, it's like, okay, yeah, let's, uh, you think so? Yeah, we won't be the ones nah, running Chrissy away. Might be away like Mr. Uh, Radshek from Starship Troopers, he'll be the lone survivor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, no, it, it's it's very intriguing. Um, I I don't see the fascination with uh, her being a giant. What you know, it's cool. It's it, it. I like the fact that it's something different. But everybody's like freaking out that oh my god, look how tall she is. She's yeah. definitely at least nine so, feet tall. She's yeah, huge. I mean, and and again, than that, than that original video we saw, yeah. she's a lot taller. Yeah. You yeah. Well, you know, some of these guys were all hot and bothered over it. So, <laughs> yeah, they were. You know, it's funny. But, I actually heard people complaining about that. I'm like, are you people, are you serious? Like, is there a height requirement for vampires? Because I don't know. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't 
I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, isn't this all make believe in the first place? Uh, yeah, I mean, if I remember correctly, Tales from the Crib's version of the vampire, their queen was super tall. I mean, I don't get it. That's just it's happened. Tons of stuff. So, but yeah, I mean, I love seven. I'm still playing through it. I just you know got to get my phases in when I go through there. Um, you know, I want I want to bring back uh, fear. So this this is definitely bringing back that that. Uh, uh, awareness of of you know that you're playing the game that you you know you need to pay attention to, and that's yeah. how seven was, and and it's cool that they're going to continue on with it, you know, versus some of the other ones that, as crispy said, they're comical. It's it's like okay, sure, thanks. Okay. We'll just we'll, we'll <laughs> deal with this. I guess the Resident Evil verse though, the like online mode that they were talking about. We're going to get into that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, the, 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 the stream was great. There was a lot of information. Obviously, uh, one of the key points uh, were uh, the uh, new uh, series coming to Netflix exclusively, uh, which, yeah. of course, is telling new stories. Um, and it looks it looks amazing. Obviously, if you've, if you've watched any other of the uh, CG Resident movies. And if you haven't, I highly, highly, highly recommend checking them out. They're incredible. Uh, this series is going to take, it's, it's going to star all of the main casts uh, and tell a new story, which is great. There are two, uh, there's a live action uh, uh, show coming. And I think that's also Netflix. And there's a live action film that does not star Miller. Thank God. Uh, it's, it's actually going to be about all of the real Resident Evil characters. Uh, so there's a lot coming this year. Uh, but one of the things that they showed off, and I'm going to be honest with you, it's free. It comes with any, it, you get it for free. Anyone that purchases Resident Evil, the village on the PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Series S. But it's called RE Reverse, and it is a versus game. And it looks, it looks extremely dated. I don't know if it's supposed to look like that. It also has like a, a bit of a cell shaded kind of look. To yeah, it. it was supposed to look like Resident Evil Two, if I remember correctly. That's yes. what they had to look like before, and then yeah. like I guess they just went back to the drawing board and they couldn't make it work, and they made it cell shaded. It's like, okay, you're doing this for your 25th anniversary. Honestly, I was a little bummed by that. I didn't care for it at all. I'm like, I don't. When I play Resident Evil, I'm all about surviving. You know, I'm zombie apocalypse. I don't need to play against other people. And it looked like there's kill streaks in the game where if you go on a kill streak, you can get like Nemesis and use him. Yes. Yeah. That, that was another thing. It's like, okay, why are we trying to make this into Call of Duty? Like, come on, don't do that. You don't need that. Yeah, no, I I I, I agree. I mean, listen, it is it's a free mode. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely a versus mode. Every character of, from the game apparently is in it. Uh, they showed the nemesis fighting the father from Resident 7, which is weird. Um, they showed uh, Chris Redfield die and then turn into uh, a creature of sorts. I, I don't I, again, it, it, it's it is going to be one of those things that I think are going to come out. People are going to be like, what the F is this? And it's going to just disappear because just just like the, the Resident Evil um, uh, online mode that came with three, it, it, it kind of just came and went right like you know it, it did really hit the meter uh, i i don't necessarily think that resident evil needs personally 
um, an online mode. But again, it's a it's a free mode. It, they're celebrating the 25th anniversary. Me, I would have rather just then, like, let's say, for instance, gave us a free copy of an HD port of Resident Zero or something. You know, I'd be like more, you know, in line to appreciate that than this online mode that I know I'm not going to play. The other piece of information that was um, dropped, and folks, this is this is something that flew under the radar. People are not talking about this, and people should. And again, this is a, my personal opinion on the subject matter. I don't necessarily know if there's anything to it. There very, very well could be. Um, uh, Massive Entertainment, uh, makers of The Division 1 and 2, uh, has teamed up with Capcom. Uh, it's, again, a little strange. Uh, and um, all of the outfits from Resident Evil 1 are going to be available uh, in, um, in uh, I think it's February 2nd through March. If you download the, um, if you download the, uh, the uh, if you log in, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm reading the notes. If you, if you log in, you're going to get uh, Chris Redfield's outfit. Not, not Chris, I'm sorry, Leon S. Kennedy's outfit from Resident 2 for your Division character, which is dope. I am doing that. But also, through, scattered throughout the game, you're going to be able to find boxes that obviously have uh, Resident Evil gear in it. I think that is kind of dope. But here is the, the back bottom line of this conversation. Ubisoft teaming up with Capcom. Wow. Um, could we see a dual game come out from Massive Entertainment and published by Capcom? Because that's the that's immediately what dropped off the page for me. Uh, um, I'm, I'm going to go into BitCloud on it. BitCloud, you're, you're obviously you're, you're just as big as a Resident Evil fan as I am. Might even be bigger. Uh, could is there something here, or am I digging too much into it? Nah, it's possible. When there's smoke, there's fire. Definitely. I could definitely okay. see something happening. Okay, so I mean, I, so I know I'm not crazy. Then I, I no, know no. that, there, that there's something a odd. There. They just announced this on their 25th anniversary, you know, and like, oh, we're going to do this. Not nah, there's there's something else to this puzzle. They're definitely going to do something, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and I, I think so. Uh, Joe, are you there, brother? I don't know if he said he'd be right back. He he might have. Uh... Oh yeah, okay, yeah, he did say he'd be right back. He needs coffee. So crispy bomb. Let me ask you a question. This is this was a surprising move, and again, it's only outfits right now. But it is a little bit of an odd, you know, team up. Uh, Ubisoft, Capcom. I like it because I think Massive. If they had a, a Resident Evil franchise that was an open world, we could get something really special. They're doing a Star Wars. I don't know. Could they take on a Capcom um, IP as well? W w were you surprised by this? Oh, a little bit. I mean, virus and virus. So kind of interesting play on that uh pretty pretty uh pretty interesting because you know ubisoft does have you know the the infrastructure already for a a, a pretty brilliant open world um especially they, they came back uh tenfold with division two they definitely they, I, the only thing i didn't like was a story about it i didn't really it didn't grab me like the first one did but yeah. uh, the game the gameplay was was much better the a lot less glitches stuff like that so Definitely, uh, they have the formula, so I'd say why not? Like, it's it would be tough for Capcom to do something like this with all everything they have going on already. So you never know. I mean, you know, Ubisoft has done crazier things. So <laughs> yeah, no, interesting. Interesting for zombies though. In the uh, what's it called? The dark zone for the division. 
Yeah. They yeah, they've been asking for like zombies. So, I mean, that would be interesting if like they teamed up with Capcom and they gave them their own zombies. That would be kind of dope, dude. I'm not going to front. Uh, yeah, I'll add more to the tension feel because like Days Gone was like that. You had like a bunch of tension with the, you know, the freakers and just, you know, dealing with the actual um, people. You know, that would be cool. Yeah, no, I, I, I absolutely, I, I, I like that. I, I don't know. Again, it could be a mode. It could be something. I think that there's something here. I don't know if they're ready to talk about it, but I found the uh, combination of Resident Evil Gear getting into the division extremely intriguing for sure. Uh, let's, uh, let's bring, um, let's bring Dreadpool into the conversation. Dreadpool, I don't. Again, I don't know how big of a fan you are of the division. For me, it was a game I put a thousand hours into. Uh, I'm a big fan of two. I did not like two as much as I liked one. To be honest with you, uh, maybe because I'm, I'm a New York kind of a guy, and Washington just didn't do it for me. But hearing that there could potentially down the line be a combination between Ubisoft and uh, Capcom has me very excited. What, what are your thoughts on, on the gear getting into the Division 2? Oh, it's perfect marketing for both of them. I mean, look at it this way. We're, we're going to be playing Division 2 all over again, adding some more hours to it. And at the same time, you know, it, it keeps uh, Resident Evil in the forefront of your mind. You know, yeah. So you're going to be grinding to get all the gear to be able to show off. You got it. So you're playing the game. You're putting on the costumes. You're getting the gear, you know. So, yeah, it's 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 a win win, especially for us, you know, mostly for us. So yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. I, I think it's uh, I think it's it's going to be a much bigger deal down the line. Again, they're not ready to say anything. And I'm OK with that. I'm OK by waiting. Joe, are you back, brother? Joe oh, is yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. No, no, no. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, so my question uh, to the panel uh, was the announcement that <laughs> Resident Evil Gear was getting into the Division 2. Like, the, the massive X, uh, you know, cross Capcom combination was intriguing. My question to you simply is, is there something here that maybe down the line that uh, Ubisoft teams up with Capcom uses their IP in Resident Evil makes an open world type game and it's published by Capcom. Uh, no, no, this one is, is as cool as that sounds, honestly, because like Ubisoft open world, and then you put like the IP in there. That, that sounds awesome. Uh, but like the, the, the thing that I got out of this is it's cool to see publishers work with each other and market their IP together. Um, Ubisoft, man, might be one of the most open companies to to do this type of stuff with uh, them and Epic because they're very much uh, in terms of like uh, partnering with other publishers. Like you you see that in a lot of uh, Ubisoft DNA. The one that comes to mind is um, Assassin's Creed, and I believe it was not Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy. Uh, yes. crossover mm -hmm. so like you could get Ezio's gear in final fantasy 15 and like you could get like a chocobo or something <laughs> in, in like assassin's creed origins that's that's kind of what i saw here because when when you're merging ip alone you know like even just for these deals it's a lot of you know it's a lot of lawyers and stuff like that um <laughs> and and just and then also creative minds as well that you know uh, kind of made butt heads along the way. So, I, uh, other than a, a cool marketing, I don't, I don't see it happening because also Massive is working on, you know, a Star War 
and hopefully it's a mandate yeah. game. Yes. Yeah. I mean, listen, again, it, it, it's just pure speculation at this point. Um, but, you know, to be honest, it, it, it's ex- it's exciting nonetheless. I think there's a lot. If you're a Resident Evil fan, there is a lot to get excited about. As you can see, I have Resident Evil 2 gameplay in the background. But I do want to move on to, of course, topic number uh, two. And, folks, this is this is pretty interesting. Um, and this this has me very excited for a lot of reasons. Uh, regardless of your personal feelings uh, on the extremely controversial Last of Us 2 uh, from Naughty Dog, the sheer brutality that was on display was at times, to be honest, hard to digest. Uh, and it's this kind of development prowess that Naughty Dog is known for. Now, the reason I bring up the pure brutality of The Last of Us 2 is because its director, Neil Druckmann, Uh, was having a conversation, of course, with Greg Miller from Kinda Funny Games. And the conversation led to some of the titles that he personally wants to make, certain IPs he wants to make uh, at Naughty Dog. And the top of the list, folks, was Marvel's The Punisher. And thanks to a story that I pulled from comicbook.com, we know that Frank Castle... um, is on the short list of established IPs he wants to bring to life through gaming. Now, why this is a worthy first or second topic now, because, of course, Resident Evil was the last Punisher game uh, was seen on the PlayStation 2 and OG Xbox, and it was released in 2004, developed by Volition and published by THQ. Now, it saw high praise from the gaming media. As a matter of fact, it got a lot of nines. Now, again, that game was brutal, but it was on the PlayStation 2 and OG Xbox. Still a fun game nonetheless. But here is the list while talking to Greg uh, Miller that he said that he would love to do. And, of course... Uh, The top of the list was The Punisher. He said Valve's Half-Life, then Ghost Rider, then Hotline Miami with Cowboy Bebop rounding out the end of the list. Now, some of those titles are a little questionable. I don't think they would spend $50 million on a Cowboy Bebop game. I mean, I know it's a a popular anime, but it's... It just wouldn't sell, folks. It'd be a very, very, uh, you know, small p- amount of people that would buy it. The, the Punisher, on the other hand, well, listen, folks. After what Netflix uh, did with uh, with the with the Walking Dead star and the brutality that was shown in that show, we know that uh, the Punisher is going to be coming back in a big way for the MCU. We know that they're setting currently setting up the Midnight Suns. Uh, of course, with Blade being announced with Mahershala Ali, we have uh, Rogue, uh, uh, the, uh, one of the Star Wars, um, I think it's um, something Isaac, uh, is, is playing Moon Knight. Oh, which is, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac is playing Moon Knight. <laughs> bananas um so it looks like they are going to be setting up the midnight suns and of course the punisher is a part of that crew and i gotta be honest with you um i think the world has been clamoring um uh, for a punisher game if as a matter of fact every every conversation that comes up with the mcu people are saying yeah we want a punisher game the question is and i'm going to go to a uh, bit cloud first on this could naughty dog pull off a story driven detailed as f kind of a you know brutal frank castle for the uh you know for the playstation 5 as an exclusive 
Oh, come on, boom. You seen what they do with The Last of Us. Now, yes. Man, bro, they, they would they would kill it with a Punisher game, especially if they were given the full creative freedom with it, just have fun with it. Bro, hell, they could bring back uh I forgot his name who played the Punisher in the movie. You know what I'm talking about? Um, um that was a good movie. That yeah, that, movie, that was, that was really underrated. Like, he's really good as the Punisher. I wouldn't mind them using him as like the template or yes. beast model for yes. the, uh, the Punisher and kind of give him the personality per se of um the one from the TV sh- uh, series. That would actually be a perfect Punisher comedy. Yes, honestly. Um, but yeah, I would actually think that they would be able to pull that off easily with uh, the Punisher. And also it can open up some doors for them in general. Cause you already know Sony's trying their hardest. Well, really they're not even trying their hardest. It's kind of like they're already guaranteed, right? Like spots, so to speak with the MCU, they're really pushing for that type of stuff. And so if they were actually given that type of freedom and just to have fun with the characters and explore, they could do, they can open up so many more doors for the MCU and PlayStation in general. I mean, can you imagine like Naughty Dog or Naughty Dog teaming up with Insomniac and having Spider-Man make an appearance yeah. in the game? That's not necessarily, you know, not necessarily like for combat, but like cameos, you know, yeah. him just popping up. Like you guys remember the old school Spider-Man game for PlayStation one. Remember how mm-hmm. it had the fantastic four. It had um, Daredevil had everybody yeah. Uh, yeah. making cameos and that'd be cool. I, I think that there is something here. Uh, I, I I don't necessarily. I put it to you this way: you're on to something because with the success of Spider-Man, 2018 Spider-Man, selling over 20 million, 20 plus million copies um, by Insomniac Games, and the respect uh, that Naughty Dog has within the development community, uh, I think that it's if Sony went to Marvel and they have a relationship, folks. Uh, that if they went to Marvel and said, yeah, you know, our director, Neil Druckmann, has uh, said that his team at Naughty Dog uh, wants to make a mature level uh, Punisher game. I think Marvel would tip their hat and say, all right, take the IP and go crazy because of what they did. Now, there are a lot of people in the chat that have a distaste for Neil Druckmann. And I'm going to be honest with you. He, at some point, many, many years ago, was on my high list of most respected. Um, I definitely think that he has... Uh, fallen a little bit lower for me personally of some of his comments, the way he has interacted with the community. Now, granted, the community, let's let's call a spade a spade here, folks. The community was uh, at some point attacking him on almost every post. And I think a lot of it had to do with some of the, the content that was in uh, The Last of Us 2. Now, granted, when someone comes at you strong, the immediate human response is to, of course, attack back now he's a professional he's supposed to know better he's supposed to be above it so some of his commentary towards the community was uh very distasteful uh, and i walked away very disappointed uh but 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 we we let's take neil Druckmann off the off the conversation for a second naughty dog is an amazing studio yes he's the director yes he's the head of it but we cannot discount the, you know the 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 uh the talent that is at that uh, at that studio and to see a, a, an IP like the Punisher uh come to Naughty Dog who is not by the way going to make the last of us 3 I, I don't if they are it's not going to be anytime soon that that has to cool down um that we've already heard rumors again folks rumors Joan, I think you could back me up on this that if they do yeah. an uncharted game it is not going to be by them um they're going right. to Go that's with something else, and that—that's a yeah, fact. Yeah, San Diego. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that—that's a fact. So, 
they are currently without a project. And for him to say this publicly says something that, to me anyway, Joe, there might be something, there might be some breadcrumbs being put down for you as a PlayStation first gamer, someone that represents the brand properly. How do you feel about a Punisher game from Naughty Dog? Um, I, so I, I like Neil Druckmann a lot. I, I don't do like, in terms of like, think of like, like developers or, or people, I don't do the whole, like, uh, I, I, I don't have, I don't have a high list of like, like people are people and he just has a title type of thing. Right. I know he's extremely talented. Um, yes, he is. There's no doubt about and, it. Yeah. And, people's personal feelings. Yes. Yeah. So like personal feelings aside, um, you know, he's a, he's a, he's an extremely talented dude. So he could go out there, you know, he, he right now is the co-president of Naughty Dog and he's there for a reason. It's because he is as good as he is and really has free reign to do from what I understand, literally anything he wants. Yes, that is correct. What he touches turns to gold in multiple ways for Sony. Um, so for him to say, I want to take on the Punisher, um, or would like to is is very pie in the sky. That 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 means it's probably not going to happen. Uh, rumor is, is that Naughty Dog has a space IP that they want to do. I don't necessarily believe that. I think that's Santa Monica's thing. Yeah, but we're going to talk I, about that next, and, and we, have, yeah. we have good information that that you you are onto something with that, dude. Mm-hmm. So I I definitely feel like if if I'm gonna do pie in the sky, what I want the Punisher to be. Um, I actually think Neil's kind of the perfect fit. I like where you guys are going here. I would, I love John Bernthal in, uh, in the, in the Netflix show. Yeah. I think he absolutely killed it. And I think honestly, you know, if they wanted to, they could even bring him back on. I know he, he loves that character. He, he absolutely loves that character so much. So I, I think if you asked him, it, you wouldn't be having to pull his, you know, Pull his arm much. Well, he's too. already he's already yeah. been public that uh, that he uh, the one thing that there's a couple of, there's a couple of uh, things for exactly what you're talking about. First of all, um, head of Marvel Kevin yeah. Feige has already said that he wants to bring him back. He's one of his favorite actors, and he loves mm-hmm. the portrayal. Uh, John yeah. has already said he wants to come back. That's a, that's a confirmation. Yeah. Uh, when you have the head of Marvel, the head of MCU, uh, and you have the actor on the same page now you have neil Druckmann, who basically you're on onto something he can do whatever he wants mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they get this guy to voice uh frank castle and even you know model him after the character yeah. you, you might have a three-way explosion you know what i'm saying because marvel yeah. is going to want to reintroduce the punisher right we do yeah. know that they're doing a multiverse so the the the, the netflix i mean uh, for instance cox has been uh finished his um, um, uh, filming for Spider-Man 3. So he's coming back as Daredevil. Jessica Jones yeah. is supposedly coming back in She-Hulk. So, I mean, there's, they're going to bring John back. And if they do, what better way to reintroduce the Punisher yeah. and the brutality we saw in the Netflix shows than a game made by Naughty Dog who knows yeah. how to do it? And, and the, like... And- I, I like that a lot too. And like the real talk, my favorite is Daredevil. I can't wait to see him in that Spider-Man film. Uh, it's happening, folks. It's it's gonna happen. So like for me, um, the other thing that um, Marvel kind of wants to do, and I feel like Neil is actually kind of the perfect person to do it, is take back the Punisher symbol. Uh, Punisher symbol is. Um, has seen better days. It's certainly, unfortunately, I, I know that we don't want to turn this into a political exactly. Drama, so I think we, I think we know exactly is, what you mean. Yes. Yeah, I think he's the perfect person to do that. 
Uh, and, and so to redefine what that symbol means to people, I think is so needed. And I think he's the person that can write it to make sense. And yeah, like when I'm thinking of like brutality of the Punisher, yeah, you kind of want a studio that can, that can pull it off and that can, that can really do that. And then some, I think, uh, last of us, especially too, can prove that it could go brutal. It's not going to hold your hand. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna kick in the feels multiple times. I'm, I'm totally down. I would love to see that. And also real talk that Punisher game. I remember playing it. My one friend rented it from Blockbuster. This is this is dating us back, but like he rented it from Blockbuster. I think eight times, <laughs> eight wow. or ten times. Like, dude, it's one of the best games I've ever played. <laughs> hey, Joe, if you You're know so what they good. do too, that theme song from the first movie. What's oh God, bring that back with the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bring that yeah, back. dude, I just agree. dude, you could you could do like some type of like. Maybe it's because I'm playing it, but like some type of brutal, like hitman, like you got contracts, you got like these no good right. guys, you're, like there to hunt them down. Like Jesus, I mean, they have like some crazy, like ah, they don't have to go nothing crazy, like elaborate. Like, you remember how in the movie, like there was uh, that part with the cars, and he like blew up all the cars. Yeah, to make that's the, what uh, I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't have to do stuff like that, but they could do some crazy stuff like that. You know, have like yeah. symbols everywhere. Yeah, no, that yeah, that would be cool. And like, you got to, yeah, maybe we're making a hitman game, <laughs> but like, yeah. you're, you're like, you could assassinate them or like hunt them down in like different ways. You could replay those levels. Like, that would be full of awesome, They might make you think it's a hitman. Then you know, the last second he puts on the vest. And has the, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, I put it this way: the 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 potential. For a triple A Punisher game by Naughty Dog that would, of course, be an exclusive for the PlayStation uh, Five, would be epic, and, and it would be a, it would be a, th- a three a three prong approach. Uh, Marvel would win on it because they're looking to reintroduce uh, uh, the Punisher back into the MCU. Uh, oh, yeah. Naughty Dog would win, and uh, and the fans would win. I, I I just think that it's something that we all want. Uh, and again, no one does brutality. Uh, uh, like Naughty Dog, uh, and Plus, uh, um, they're really having. I don't know if y'all noticing this, but um, pretty much the MCU now is, is like it looks like they're having their separate like uh, styles for this now. Like yes. they're having rated R versions of these characters now. Like Deadpool yeah. is rated R, yeah. and I'm guessing Blade is going to be the same. I would imagine so. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would I would say that he will fall very easily in the rated R category for uh, what they want to do for him. Yeah, and I and I think it'd be a good move, uh, Dreadpool. Let's get your opinion on this. Uh, what 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 are your th- what are your thoughts on the potential of um of a, a Punisher game by Naughty Dog? It'd be cool if he wore pink. No, I'm well, I, I suppose <laughs> it could be an outfit. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding. I think it it makes sense. You know, with with everything that they've done, uh, they they are doing a very good job of. I mean, you, you put the character in there uh, in that game and just put a Punisher shirt on him, and it could almost be that. You know, it's just zombies instead of people. So, yeah, I mean, it's a smooth rendition. They already have the experience with what they're doing. Um, everybody's put great points of bringing the Hitman and, and, you know, getting those contracts in there. So, yeah, I, I think they could pull it off, and I think it'll 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 – be a fun game. It'll be a great game, and they'll do the character justice. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think they could do a, a, a great story. I mean, obviously, there would be some aspect to an origin story. We'd see how it all started. But this could be, uh, you know, uh, in done in flashbacks. We, obviously, Naughty Dog has done it. They did it better in other games uh, with Nathan Drake, in my opinion, than they did. And again, one of the things I disliked about The Last of Us 2 wasn't the content. Content was fine. Well, that wasn't controversial. I, I just thought that the, for me as a gamer who appreciated uh, a new character, uh, was a fan of another character who then became uh, not a fan, I did not like the flashbacks <laughs> in the order that they were done. I like how you said I, I, like, I love how you said that. <laughs> I don't know why it's you, you did a great synopsis. Of, I mean, like, well, I, 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 I don't want to ruin it for anyone that might want yeah. to play the game. I'm trying to be fair, but again, okay. I, I did I, for me the better of last year's games for PlayStation was Ghost of Tsushima. I think the score should have been reversed. I think Big Cloud agrees with me on that. Um, but again, everyone has a different opinion. And that's awesome. Uh, but let's get crispy. Crispy, like I said, you are someone that understands and appreciates gore because you play Gears of War and they do it fantastic. What are your thoughts and theories on a potential Naughty Dog produced Punisher game for the PlayStation 5? First off, I just want to say, I feel like we've been speculating about this game for like 10 years now. It's yeah, that's true. It's true. <laughs> I mean, at first we're like, oh, could the coalition could do it. Oh, it's initiative working on it. Like we, we have really, <laughs> we've really been speculating on this game. I, I say, you know, besides it being exclusive, which I really don't like, um, Naughty Dog would probably be one of the best fits for it. Uh, definitely, even though I haven't played the game, you know, watching enough streams, uh the visceral you know brutality of of last of us and and the emotion involved is exactly what you know would fit perfectly with the pun the punisher so you know and there's a definitely a, a great story there as well so I, I i could see them doing it um it would make sense still don't like that exclusive part but you, you know it is what it is yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I know a lot of people are turned off uh, by the exclusivity aspect of it, but Naughty Dog is a f Sony first party. Now, granted, I I'd be the first one to say, and I've been banging this drum for, for many, many, many uh, years now since starting uh, podcasting. I think it's a terrible mistake, almost uh, a failing, if you will, if I, if I would be so bold, that Phil Spencer has not taken one of the 23... Uh, incredible studios and have them make a Marvel exclusive. Uh, I think that that is, uh, that is for me, uh, one of the shortcomings that I will continue to have with Xbox as a fan. Um, I love what they did with uh, Sony, uh, you know, giving um, uh, Insomniac Spider-Man. I, I loved Spider-Man 2018. I loved Miles Morales even more, which I'm, I am literally two trophies away from the platinum, which I'm going to do this weekend. Um, and I think that Xbox, uh, I don't care if people are going to be like, well, they're biting or it's too samey, samey for me. Well, then you know what? Then maybe you're not an MCU fan as much as I am. But I think that there are several characters that could be done in the vein of Spider-Man or, of course, of Batman. Uh, and I say Moon Knight is one of them. I say that Captain America, Daredevil, Black Panther. There are so many 
big time IPs that they could give to a studio like the coalition. They could give it to one of the other um, many, again, you, you pick, pick your poison, whoever you think is the fa- is your favorite studio out there, give them a Marvel IP, let them tell an original story and go crazy. I, th- I, I think that it's something that's missing from the portfolio from Xbox. And I would love to see them take, um, I put it to this way. If 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 the Punisher IP by Naughty Dog comes to fruition, and that is now three Marvel characters, of course, with Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and now the Punisher under the Sony umbrella, it Microsoft is going to have to make a move. And I don't care if they think if you think they're biting or it that they're just trying to copy. I, however you want to play it, they're going to need to respond. Um, and I, I hope that that is something that is uh, Microsoft considers doing down the line. I mean, we did hear from the head of Marvel Games. He basically made a declaration to every publisher and developer, hey, play in our universe, take our characters. So everyone is going to be uh, looking to make a Marvel game. I would love to see uh, Naughty Dog do the Punisher, but I would also love to see Microsoft respond in kind with a, their own version of a, of a Marvel exclusive, but I do want to move on to, of course, topic number three. And this one is another one that is Sony based. Uh, it has me personally excited. Joe, you talked about it uh, momentarily when we, we still opened up the Punisher one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a few years ago, a friend of the show, friend of myself and Luke Lore on Twitter, uh, Corey Barlog, director of God of War Reboot, which, of course, was 2018's Game of the Year for many, fended off questions that Sony Santa Monica was secretly developing a deep space sci-fi project. Now, Corey is someone that has been known to, uh, let's say, tease uh, the fans of Sony Santa Monica, and he did so uh, back when he changed his um, Twitter account to some sort of a space, deep space um, picture. And everyone, of course, ran crazy with it. Um, and uh, again, that's where the he fended off questions. He outright said, no, we're not doing anything. But of course, we all believe that that is no longer true. Uh, thanks to a tweet from Sony Santa Monica, it appears they are, in fact, building up their team for a new unannounced project that's not God of War 2. And the reason I say that is because we know that Corey Barlog is not attached to that project. We also know that God of War 2 has been announced. So this is what the um, tweet said. It says, hot job art director. We are seeking an experienced art director for the development of a new unannounced title. If you got what it takes to guide and inspire our team to deliver best-in-class visual qualities, apply here. Joe, I'm going to you first on this because, look, here's the thing. Oh, I actually have it in the notes. In 2017, when uh, uh, Barlog changed his profile picture to the Voyager 2 space probe, which NASA launched and uh, August 20th of 1977. And of course it set the internet on fire. Yeah. Here's my question to you, Joe, how, how Look, we know it's not God of war two. God of war two. It was announced. So this is something new. He is attached to the new project. He's not attached to God of war. That's confirmed folks. I'm not making that up. Um, is it a new space odyssey? 
a type of deep space game? Well, I'm going to correct you a little bit. So we don't, it's, it's been, it's weird because it's been said and we don't know, like, some people say, yeah, it's confirmed he's not working on God of War. There are people like, no, he has a producer role on that project. There are people like, no, he is the director of, of it. Yeah, I, I, I heard differently. I'm right there with you. I heard I heard producer credits. I did not hear the director credits. I heard the director was someone else that they just did not yes. say who it was. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think personally – that Corey isn't as attached to Ragnarok. I think he's attached writing wise to Ragnarok. I think he's, um, I don't know, you could, you could go both ways in saying that this is a very, like the, the franchise at this point is very personal to him. Yes. But I do think that, yeah, it, it, so I'll say it like this. If Ragnarok is a Miles Morales, it's not Corey and Corey's off doing the space game. If, it is Corey's, then the space game's probably not not real. But what I will say is um, Santa Monica was working on a sci-fi game before they were working on God of War. Um, and it was really cool looking. If, you, if you're watching God of War documentary, you actually see a few snippets of it. Kind of looked like um, the art style of, of Dishonored meets space. It was really uh, cool looking. And it's something that I would like to see them kind of go back to um with this so i i do like i i do like the way Corey is messing with people's minds like yeah when when they tease that he's working on a space thing he changes the theme um even with god of war he's just like i don't know guys <laughs> this is like a few weeks ago he's like i don't know guys i got some got some writer's block on the story of i'm working on <laughs> <laughs> like teasing him with Ragnarok. So knowing that they, they that they're hiring uh hiring writers, that they're hiring art um uh art folks on the projects. I don't know if it's an art director role, but it does go to show that they are very much in pre-production. This thing isn't gonna be coming out in a while. And it also I think the bigger thing here is I think we're starting to see Sony start doubling up teams in their studios because um you know, Naughty Dog kind of tried it with Un Uncharted while working on The Last of Us, and it worked halfway there. Uh, and then they merged into one cohesive studio again. Right. Same with Santa Monica. So it looks like they contracted, and now they're like, actually, I think because they're looking at now the Xbox portfolio, um, or and also seeing like uh, like Amazon and um, Tencent and Google starting to come in that they're thinking about ex having to expand those teams so i'm actually to me the the space thing excites me uh, because it's something that we never really see a lot anymore um i know like we're gonna get starfield but we don't really know what that looks like and that's exciting to me as well but we never get like a really uh, more grounded uh like space themed thing you know we always get this high sci-fi where it's kind of like you get a mass effect right or dead space. You don't really get like an Apollo 13 thing. And that's what I kind of hope this is, you know, something that's a little bit more grounded in reality and something that's going to tell again, what Santa Monica is really good at and a really awesome story, but only time's going to tell to me. I think, I think the expanding of the team is, is super exciting to me. 
because I, I want I want to see more of Naughty Dog. I want to see more of Santa Monica. I want to see those those creative juices going on there. You know. Well, it, it, I I agree with you. I I think that there's is there something to be said about having a talented team like Sony Santa Monica have multiple teams so they can have multiple projects going. Yeah. Um, it, you know, nobody, nobody wants a guy again. This is just me being a fan. It's not being me being critical, but God of war 2018. Okay. came out fantastic game of the year. It's 2021. Do I think God of war Ragnarok is coming this year? I do not. No. I, I honestly don't. I think everyone agrees uh, with that. Um, I needed not to actually, cause it's, my fantasy league depends on it. Okay, well there you go. You have you have a personal stake in it. Um, personal stake. But uh, I, I I don't think it's so. I mean, it would be great to have games every three years. Um, but it would be great to have um, uh, games that told different stories. Yeah. Uh, and it would be great to have these these big time Sony teams making uh, bigger games. Uh, and 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 having multiple uh, IPs potentially, whether they're licensed or original IPs, going at once, so there was a, a quicker turnaround for their you know their projects. That's just me. Um, let me go to Crispy Bomb on this. Crispy, when you when you hear that there is potentially a space IP coming from the team that brought us, of course, uh, God of War, which again was a was a, a you know an established IP that was rebooted and rebooted well. I like the idea of a new IP from this director and Corey Barlog and that team at Sony Santa Monica. First of all, do you believe that this is what's going on, and do you personally want to see that exist? Uh, believe I, I I don't know. I mean. You know, at this point, you know, with the God of Wars, The Last of Us, you know, all the all these IPs that are established, it, it is, you know, it's one of those things where I feel Sony loves to pivot and then go kind of a different route and say, hey, we're going to uh, make a new game with this studio and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll shelve that IP for a long period of time. You know, even like when's the last time you got an Uncharted and people are kind of like, we want one. And, you know, they really haven't said much about it. So yeah, it, it's possible. I mean, they really haven't had a, a, you know, an IP of that sorts in a long time, if ever, like especially with the, the pedigree that they have there. So, I mean, it, it, it would make sense to make it more story driven. Like you're not just flying around in space and like doing doing the things you do in like no man's sky and stuff like that you know more like a a, a full full thought out story w- would uh be logical because i feel like every game that goes into space really just wants you to have be able to go everywhere and do everything you know so maybe that type of game that would make sense for them yeah and i agree i i i i like the idea of new ips i like story driven content it's why i own a playstation 5 it's 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 one of the things that they do very well and i think that based on the uh first workings of uh, of Corey as director in god of war 2018 we we could see something special again everyone makes mistakes people you know com- uh, developers fail all the time i just don't think with the pedigree that they have if he wants to tell this space story that he is supposedly not working on uh it would be something special uh dreadpool let's bring you into the conversation does does your meter move at all at a at a, at a, a Sony Santa Monica d- developed new IP that has something to do with deep space. Oh yes, definitely. Because uh, who doesn't like space stuff? And 
I'm hoping that there's going to be monsters and something scary there. So, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, we don't know what it's about yet, but we just know space. And I'm thinking and as much as I go away from this, you know, we, we, um, I'm thinking, um, what the heck was that called again? Uh, that space one that I always refer to is, uh, fear is better than that. Deep space. Something oh, like that. dead, dead, dead space. 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 There you go. The That's thing that you're wrong about. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. No. How could no. I forget? <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, it, I'm excited. I want to see what what what's going on with it. Um, I'm hoping that he brings his twist to it, and, and the way that you know the stylized that they do, I think it'll be exciting. It'll well, be I mean, obviously they, they they have they have the potential to do something um that is different so again i i, I enjoy uh playing new ips um especially i mean listen there's one of one of i mean we're going to see it with starfield this year uh, starfield is probably going to be very very reminiscent of what you would expect from fallout 76 right it's going to be just in space now i you know we've seen some early screens supposedly leaked screens and it looks fantastic but it's going to be fallout in space uh which is fine um, and, uh, the way that they do games and the way that God of War was designed, I would like a more less RPG, more action adventure with some RPG stuff thrown into it, where we're getting a deep story, um, uh, you know, a, a deep narrative, uh, you know, some character, uh, you know, customization options, potentially, uh, obviously if it's in space, it's going to be, wep- you're going to have some sort of we- weapons, and I would imagine that you'd be able to upgrade and downgrade and change them. I like all of that. Uh, I just what I don't want is a clone to what we think we're going to get with Starfield, because Starfield is going to be a space RPG. And and again, I'm excited for it, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think a lot of people are going to dig it, but it's going to be what we'd expect from Bethesda. This, on the other hand, I, I'm hoping that it's more story driven more grounded in the in the way where it, even if it's telling an outrageous story about aliens you know or whatever it's going to be a more cinematic uh experience which is what i usually expect from sony games um bitcloud are you there brother let's see if, he, if he's back okay so bitcloud is not back as of yet unless his mic is muted bitcloud are you there Okay, so we he had to step away. Uh, we will get him back on this topic. Um, let's let's uh, let's move into topic number four, folks, and, and we're cruising along, uh, which is great. Um, Team Ninja, uh, the makers of many incredible titles over the course of the last few years, uh, was uh, tasked to. Uh, Recently, to do something uh, for the Nintendo Switch as an exclusive, uh, and of course, that was Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three, which, of course, uh, is I, again. I don't know how many people have the Switch that bought that game. It is fantastic. Uh, it's a game that people scratched their head about. Why would it be exclusive on the Switch? And that's because Nintendo went to town and uh, jumped on early to get that exclusive, otherwise it wouldn't exist. If it, if it would not have been published by Nintendo, it was not going to exist. Uh, so 
that's great. Uh, so, and we've seen that we've seen them do that with uh, Bayonetta, for instance, with Platinum Games. Bayonetta two would have never existed if Nintendo would not have backed it with their own monies. The same way they are backing Bayonetta three, which is currently in active development, and we're hopefully we'll get an. Um, some new information this year about maybe getting it this year or potentially early next year. But of course, we are talking about uh, Team Ninja. Now, Team Ninja uh, is uh, also known for games like Neo, Neo 1 and 2, which are fantastic. And of course, Ninja Gaiden. Now, this opening or this fourth topic of the show um they talked about both IPs, and unfortunately, there were no real updates, but there is a bright side, uh, bright side to this conversation. Team Ninja actually didn't, didn't say that they would not be making a Neo 3, and certainly that they would not make uh, a Ninja Gaiden. As a matter of fact, when talking about any of the new games, um, the, when asked about a possible new Neo title, uh, the director, uh, Yoshida, um, Yoshida, I'm sorry, said that it's not just the goal right now. In terms of a sequel, Team Ninja would like to focus on its working new titles, so there really isn't a plan for Neo 3 at this point. Then he continues with this, and this, this one uh, was upsetting at first to read, but when you read between the lines, folks, you might be on to something. He says, but after creating some new projects and gaming uh, and gaining some new experience and skills from those new projects, I would like to get back to the series at some point and utilize all of the experience and new skills that we gain from the new unannounced projects and the potential and, and then potentially go back to the series at that point and create an even greater game to surpass Neo 1 and Neo 2 and create something even better now for ninja gaiden hopefuls like myself who still hail ninja gaiden one and two as some of the best action rpgs uh probably to this date i mean i think that even if you put if you play them today they've aged very well and you can play them through backwards compatibility this is what they had to say uh yasuda confirmed that there's nothing to announce quote-unquote at this time now the good news is that he wasn't it wasn't a clear-cut uh neo 3 statement where they said no we're not working on neo 3 we'd like to get back to it but no he says not there's nothing to announce at this time now while the producer did say the team doesn't have anything to announce at this moment he added that the neo franchise wouldn't exist without ninja gaiden and the series is really important to the studio he fanned the hope uh, a little more by adding, while we don't have any specific uh, anything uh, specific to announce at this time, I would like to say just look forward to some potential news from uh, from some kind of announcement in the near future. Now, folks, here's the thing. Okay, this is where I'm gonna flex my wings a little bit or my muscles, uh, if you will. Uh, if you remember, uh, many about about 18 months ago, I ran a story live on the air that I had a very close and trusted source tell me All that right. Microsoft, Microsoft, okay, thanks, brother. We'll get to you in a second. My, that Microsoft uh, was in talks with Team Ninja to bring back Ninja Gaiden to the Xbox Series X as a console exclusive. Now, as of this show, it's only a new rumor that, uh, that's been uh, making the rounds of a remaster 
of the Ninja Gaiden trilogy, and that makes perfect sense because they're going to test the waters with fans to see if there's any real interest. Now, um, I'll, I'll go to uh, I'll go to Joe first on this, Joe. Um, the big question here is obviously Neo Neo One and Two exclusive for, of course, the PlayStation Four. Uh, the Neo One and Two Deluxe Edition or Game of the Year Edition enhanced for the PlayStation Five has been announced. That is coming. Uh, but when you hear the director of of Team Ninja say that to look forward to something, even though we don't have anything to announce. Do you think that there's anything to my original run story that because Ninja Gaiden started out on its reboot on the OG Xbox and they do have a great working relationship with Microsoft, could that un- unannounced or stay tuned announcement be the form of a new ni- Ninja Gaiden exclusive for Xbox? You want this Ninja Gaiden real bad. Dude, you? you have no idea. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, you know what? For you, boom. For you, it, new, the new Ninja Gaiden. It's coming. It's coming, and they're gonna. And, and honest <laughs> to God, if you're not in their promo video, I will threaten to sue. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, what I what I know about Neo uh, isn't isn't much. I'm interested in that collection. I'm not gonna lie because I did miss out on two. But from what I understand of Neo One was it was a surprise how well that game sold. They oh, didn't yeah, tremendously it. well. Yes. Yeah, they didn't expect it to sell, I think, around 2 million copies. And I, I remember getting that game. It was hard to find physical because everybody was purchasing this thing. Um, so I know, though, with Neo 2, it was a different story. And that one, for some reason, I, I, I you play multiple things on it but um great game but it didn't it, hit as well co- uh, f- uh, com- commercially yeah 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 and and you know that when sony brags about it when Sony's silent about something it means it didn't do particularly gangbusters so you know with this new collection i think is another opportunity to go okay is there something is there something here or was this first one um you know uh, uh you know the the, the outlier so I definitely think Neo 3 isn't happening anytime soon because they're making way for Bloodborne 2. Let's do it. The true game that needed a sequel that never got one. (laughs) All right. What do I have to do? Who do I need to bribe? Let me know. Someone out here, let me know. Um, But yeah, that's that's what I'm kind of thinking is um, they're they're working on new stuff. And you know what? If it's a Ninja Gaiden, let's do it. I want to see what that looks like in current gen because I know the last one was a Wii U one and everybody kind of scratched their heads at it. So if they could get another stat at it, uh, obviously they, they love that IP. Obviously you love that IP. Then go ahead. Go for it. Do it. Let's go. Yeah, Blade Runner in the chat asks, was the last Ninja Gaiden game Xbox exclusive? No, as a matter of fact, it wasn't. Ninja Gaiden, uh, the original, uh, rebooted, and Ninja uh, one year later, Ninja Gaiden Black was released on the OG Xbox as an exclusive. Then Ninja Gaiden 2 found its way when it was released a couple of years later, I think in 2007, I think it might have been. Uh, Ninja Gaiden 2 was uh, on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. Um, but for me personally, uh, Ra- Ryu Hayabusa is a name that has been away from 
uh, gaming for too long. I mean, at this point, I would honestly uh, take uh, Resident Evil 2 remake uh, of, of, of Ninja Gaiden 1 or Ninja Gaiden Black for the Xbox. If they didn't want to, you know, redo the entire series, they didn't want to reboot it, uh, which I wouldn't mind either way. But if you told me that uh, Microsoft contracted Team Ninja and they are uh, remaking Ninja Gaiden Black for the Xbox as an exclusive with some additional content that wasn't in there originally because of what the console could hold, you know, handle at the time, I would be all for that. Uh, Crispy Bomb, let's get let's get your opinion on this. Now, look, there are, there are several things that a lot of Xbox gamers like myself don't really necessarily complain, quote unquote, but want to see come to the Xbox platform. Uh, we talked about it moments, uh, the, the last topic regarding uh, Marvel. I, I, I still believe that there is room in the, um, the repertoire or the catalog for Microsoft to have their own Marvel exclusive. I don't want to see them get to do a DC exclusive because I don't want it to be Superman because eh, who cares about Superman, right? Whatever. Um, but I would love to see um, them, them tackle a, you know, a big, big uh, Marvel IP. Um, they're missing that. One of the things that are coming, we do know that games like Senua, Senua Saga, and we do know that Perfect Dark and Fable, those third-person type of games, they're coming, right? The first-person, story-driven, adult-themed games in Perfect Dark and Avowed, they're coming, right? We're going to get those games. But the action-adventure type of game of, over the shoulder that Sony is so known for, is something that they don't have currently. And I would love to see Ninja, Ninja Gaiden be one of those games. When you hear the director of, of, of Team Ninja say, listen, Neo 3, no dice. Ninja Gaiden, nothing to announce yet, but stay tuned. Could my source be onto something regarding a Ninja Gaiden exclusive returning Ryu Hayabusa to Xbox where he started his reboot? Uh, I could see it. I mean, it, it's one of those games that would definitely go into Game Pass well. Uh, and and that's the whole point. I I, I would feel it'd be more of like a remaster slash remake. That would probably be the start. I mean, this IP hasn't been touched in a long time, and I mean, it it did okay, but it never like it didn't blow people's minds except for Boom. But uh, <laughs> you know, it, it it's something that. They definitely could use Game Pass to help, you know, bring eyes to the game. And then if it has a good engagement, you know, then you, you go from there and, and see if uh, you make something new. But uh, right now, I mean, we really have no clue. Um, um, boom, boom is open. Yeah, no, no, listen, I, I, I mean, listen, I, again, I'm a fan of the, of the character. I'm a fan of the series. I think that saw significant... Uh, Commercial and uh, and uh, uh, you know gain uh, you know in the OG Xbox days, I think it was a, a, a one of the the crown jewels of the OG Xbox for sure. I think it's a series that has been away from mainstream gaming for, in my opinion, way too long. And uh, look, the the bottom line is this: I have to bring Sony back into the conversation because they are not afraid to release a game that's only going to sell two to four million copies, and they're okay with that. Persona 5, perfect example. Beloved by many. 
it did not blow up the sales charts. I, th- I think it sold under 5 million copies. Now, I say, I, I don't mean disrespect by that. I mean, when you compare five under 5 million copies to 115 plus million consoles, it's considered a niche title. Neo 1 and 2, niche titles, right? Bloodborne, beloved and, and, and broke records. But it's also part of that, you know, Souls type series that Joe wants to see return in, in, in a Bloodborne 2. But we don't know if it's ever going to happen. But they have taken chances. See, this is where Microsoft... Not if you have faith, Boom. Not if you have faith. Well, uh, There you go. If you have faith, it's definitely going to come true. But again, this is one of those instances where I need Microsoft to be a little risky and take Mm -hmm. a chance on an old school IP that does have validation behind it. Okay? I mean, I understand that maybe he has been out of the picture for a while and the last Ninja Gaiden (laughs) really wasn't that good. It was a a zombie slash cartoon-esque horrendous uh, rendition of it. So uh, obviously the last one, not so good, but I think we can return to greatness. Uh, BitCloud, what, what, what are your thoughts on this? Could my sources be onto something uh, with a Team Ninja and Nin- uh, Ninja Gaiden, you know, remaster, reboot, team up with Microsoft to where he saw his original reboot uh, start? I'm the same, man. Ninja Gaiden, then you got me talking about resistance. Hey, why not? Why let it happen? They need it. Let them have it. Um, Honestly, if if it is true and we do see it, um, first of all, that'd be a good return to form for them in general. That'll definitely help them stand out. I mean, Sony just already pretty much wowed us with Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. It would be kind of like, you know, just seeing an old familiar friend this time around with uh, another Ninja Gaiden. And I think, wasn't it wasn't it a zombie game? Wasn't like, it was like the last one or something like that? It was awful. It was, yeah, it was, it was terrible. It was awful. Like that. I do yeah, remember that. So if, bro, I, I just, I would love to see it. That and like Splinter Cell as well. Make a return. Oh yeah, another, another one. It, 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 yes. Think about this for a second too. I mean, we're not going to turn this into a Splinter Cell thing, but there are certain IPs that have been gone from the public eye. Mm-hmm. How does Ubisoft allow an entire generation, seven years, go by without a new Splinter Cell? It is so focused on Assassin's Creed. It's yeah. like, I get it, but honestly, that's not what the people want. They want those old beloved franchise. They want those old characters back. You know, so rumor right. has it when it comes to like something like Splinter Cell, um, mm-hmm. it is so protected by Ubisoft that they, they like, there's been multiple tries, but nobody's been able to crack it. It's the nut. No one's able to crack. So like they, they know, they know what you want, but they don't know if they could give it to you right now. That's crazy. They, they just uh what was that game called beyond good and evil right wasn't that yeah. the other game that's another one that's been development hell for sure yeah, yeah passion project for that one and like we saw a gameplay i think it was like a demo of it yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it, it just kind of you notice it just disappeared off the face of the earth we haven't heard a thing about it we haven't heard no updates we don't even know if the game is still a thing now we don't know nothing it's like what, what's going on well, I mean, listen, uh, again, we, we don't know. Uh, again, this is just pure speculation. Sometimes when there's not a lot of news, uh, you you have to you know, take a story and, you know, uh, and run with it. And being I'm a fan of the series and it's my show, I said, fuck it. Why not? But uh, let's get Dreadpool on this. And then we're going to talk about some breaking news. I, everyone's talking about it in the chat. And I think we would be do the show a disservice if we didn't uh, talk about the uh, price 
raising of Xbox Live Gold. Uh, that is the hot topic of the conversation, and we're going to get into that momentarily. But uh, Dreadpool, uh, for you, and you're an old school cat like me. You remember playing the OG Xbox. You remember playing Ninja Gaiden. Is, is it? Is it? A, does Ryu Hayabusa have a place in 2021 gaming? Oh, most definitely. Uh, and the uh, remastering or whatever they want to do for you know if they do it uh, for the the original three to bring it out, I think would be good. It's just like Mass Effect, you know, bring back the trilogy. Uh, even though the third one isn't as great, we know that. But bring back the trilogy, get get people excited about it, and hopefully they'll have a new next gen version, uh, ready to rock and roll shortly thereafter. I think it would be great. Yeah, I, I as a matter of fact, I'm I'm hoping because uh, when when the rumor first dropped, uh, it was only the PlayStation Four and the Nintendo Switch versions that were announced. And then we heard rumors that it is going to be coming out for all three consoles. I hope that, in fact, is true. Look, I don't give a shit one way or the other. If it comes out on the PlayStation 5, I'm buying it there because I love Ninja Gaiden and I will play it. But it would almost be a kick to the teeth if it didn't release on Xbox because, really, that's where I, I like to play. And that is where the reboot of Ninja Gaiden saw life. And I think that that is where it should uh, be as well. Uh, but I do want to move on to a topic that came in off hot off the presses this morning, folks. And and this has been some show because if you, by the time we're done, we're going to have gotten into five topics. And I think that's pretty, pretty epic. So let's let's rip this Band-Aid off and get into it. And uh, this is where I think we're going to get a little negative. Uh, this morning, um, we got some information that uh, it was spotted and it was posted on Reddit that uh, Xbox Live Gold uh, has been the price has been raised. And if you know, if you are an Xbox fan, if you're someone that have uh, purchased Xbox Live Gold in the past, sixty dollars would get you twelve months of um, Xbox Live Gold. Well, according to Clovereal, who is an, a n- notorious Xbox insider, uh, he posted uh, a picture of of, uh, of a card from Microsoft. If folks, this is an official picture that uh, six months. Of Xbox Live Gold uh, is now sixty dollars. Uh, this is to me a huge, yeah. huge step back for Microsoft. And here is what Real had to say on the matter. Who normally only talks up, Microsoft never talks down. But I think he's right. He's onto something with this. And I think we all have to uh, respond in kind if we want change. Uh, Xbox Live Gold is an ancient service that simply shouldn't exist next to Game Pass anymore. He continues with, Gold doesn't put the gamer in the center. It puts him or her behind an artificial border. Gold contradicts everything Xbox does, now at an increased price. So here is my response to that. I say this, I agree 1,000% Clobrium. Microsoft has been doing some incredible things in the last 18 to 24 months to bring this ship around. For me personally, this is a huge step backwards, if true. And it has been confirmed that that is, uh, that is true. Uh, so here we go, folks. Um, and let's go to Joe on this. Joe, look, Microsoft has done some incredible things in the last couple of years. And we can all thank Phil Spencer for turning this ship around that was, in fact, sinking prior to his promotion in summer of 2017. That is a fact. 
But yeah. to me, this is a huge mistake. It's a huge step back. All and the patches quite- you you just reopened and yes. again. It's yes. like what the hell are you thinking? I don't yeah. I don't understand. You know what? So, yeah, but, so 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 so. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, everyone has everyone's gonna be very emotional about this because yep. when you look at what you again, we we let, let's compare apples to apples here. Yep. If you were to walk into Best Buy right now, right, the value proposition for six months of Xbox Live Gold for sixty dollars is a travesty of justice when compared to for fifty uh, for for uh, fifteen dollars a month. Uh, you could get, and again, it would be a little bit more, but you would get Ultimate Xbox Game Pass that not only includes Xbox Live Gold, but over 250 titles, including first-party games day and date, on top of mm-hmm. EA Play, on top um, of the rumored uh, Ubisoft pl- pl- uh, Plus coming into there. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I just so is, it, is, it just, is it just six months that's being uh, up? Yes, that was the, thing. Oh, thing. the whole thing got upgraded. So, like a month is ten dollars now. Yes, instead and of one hundred and twenty right? per yeah. year, it's which is twenty dollars a total for the package. So for a yearly, it's one hundred twenty. That's what they did. They doubled it, and Mike Yabar even commented on it too. And I'll let wow. you know. Um. Yeah. Okay. All right. That that now I understand it because this morning and even today I'm still shaking off the the morning dust here. So like, um. Wow, that's bad. I get it. I get the rage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, holy shit. That's t- so okay. Here's what I'm thinking, guys. Companies are companies. Phil Spencer is not my friend. This shows that. Uh this is the this is a pure business move 110% because boom, you said it right. What what you I could walk into a Best Buy and I could get Game Pass Ultimate for 15 bucks a month. Right, mm-hmm. and sure, it's a little bit more, but I get all these games. That is exactly what Phil wants you to think and want you to do. I think yep. this is definitely their way of going. Hey, uh, uh, get get Game Pass because now, now, now we're business. Now we're not giving us away for a dollar, right? Yeah. So that's what this screams to me, guys. And and I know like the chat probably will hang me for it, but I don't really care. Is uh, is is honestly, this is a pure business move, and we're going to start seeing more of these these business moves. Is it the right one? Yes, and that's the one thing that everybody's going to hate me for. It's it's they they know they could get away with this because they want to push. They want to push the pass. Yeah. Big investment that they just did for Zenimax. I think it goes back to that too. Exactly, and so like they're making all these huge investments. Look, we all knew the price would go up, but we didn't know it'd be this a- astronomical. Right. Someone crunched the numbers and going, okay, so we're gonna have a bad news day, and yes, we're going to lose a little bit of trust that we've gained. But in the long run, how? What's the long term damage versus the long term literal profit? And they chose profit. Um, now, you know, to me, is there better ways of promoting Game Pass? Yes, like it just existing. But I think that they they want that number to go up even even more so. Yeah. So, yeah, when you see these big moves by Bethesda or, or, or like purchasing things like Bethesda, this these things are investments. They 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 cost a lot of money. And yes, that means, you know, X- Xbox is either going to go, OK, so. You know, for how much is Game Pass for a whole entire year? Was it hundred? Uh, hundred 
in 1008 something like that well it's it's $15 a month right so obviously uh it, it, it it's it's $60 for 4 months yeah. and another so another uh, 30 bucks so it's $180 per year and that's what they want to tack you on so so to them they're like okay so we we could get we could for the people that don't want game pass we could tack on and get more money from them uh or we could push this game pass narrative and try to make one concurrent uh revenue stream yeah uh again business sense sure but like as us as gamers this is awful this is really bad and boom i think i i think you said it someone said it you're totally right like now now you're taking a look at it and you're like well playstation plus is half the price yes correct and look online services wise it's gotten it's it's there it's there i know a lot of people want to pretend that it's like night and day no they're both competent systems and sony is not as well protected i i I put it to this way i don't have my credit card information in sony's bulldog because of what has happened before but i'm still not going to sit here and say that uh this is not a PR nightmare that is happening yeah. in front of us, especially when ex Microsoft employees like Mike Yabara are making these comments. This, this is a, this is yeah. a nightmare. And, dude. and when you're taking a look between those, those systems, right. You're then also saying, well, look at what PlayStation gives me a month to just be on this service as well. In terms of games that the long narrative is, and it still continues on is that the games that you get on, on plus, just far surpass that of of games of gold. So yeah, this is this is bad. This is bad. Yeah. I, I but I understand why they did it. You mind if I um go next on this one, boom? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. No, take go, go crazy. Go okay, crazy. So um now the thing is, now I agree with uh bit um <laughs> what Mr. Bad Bit just said, you know, Joe just said, but here's the thing, here's the long-term damage, and a lot of people are are really missing this too. Uh Microsoft still charges you to play free-to-play games like Fortnite. So $120 uh, yeah, a, a year. Point, this is where it's really like, and again, that's why I like what Boom said when he was like, you know, they he patched up the ship. They literally ripped off all the patches with this one move uh, and they're going back down to this, this is ridiculous. Bad. Yeah. That is really think, bad. Do you think the 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 like because I forgot about the free games? Jesus. Yeah, Christ. yeah. See, that's that's so, the thing. That's the biggest slap in the face right there as well. That's the big do slap. Do you think that the overnight fix is and a day or two from now, they're going to be like, oh, free games you don't need play uh, or Xbox Live. Here's the thing, though. If they do do that, that's going to be even worse PR for them because it's like, why did why wasn't that instant? People going to immediately hold that to them. Like, OK, why did you just oh, announce and that? And then media? they're like, why? Are we yeah, like, why now? Like, why now is it free to play now? You know, that's yeah. the thing people are going to look at them for as well. And when you go back to all the purchases like the Zenimax deal, et cetera, et cetera. Again, I, I've been saying something was probably going to go up to make up for that price. How much did they buy Zenimax for? Was it how much? How 7. many million? 7.5 million. billion dollars. You're not making 7.5 billion. Didn't I say this with you and King uh, Boom? You're not yeah. making 7.5 billion dollars with the little amount of subscribers that they have now. You're not going to make that back overnight. That's not something that's going to be like you know monthly given. No, you have to make that back eventually. You know they got they got to see a return on their investment. How do you see a return on your investment? Oh. You, you double the very thing that people are paying for the most. Now, in doing so, they have scared away a huge part of their following by doing this, mm-hmm. especially still charging you for free-to-play games. 
It's is not there a cool. Way, there's no damage shown it. Is there a way for you, like, like how do how do they damage control? Like, do they just do a 180? Do they go, you know what, gang? I forgot that we're in a global recession, depression, yeah, pandemic. Too. So, you know what? How about just 80? Yeah, people are going to hold that up in general, right? They're going to be like, yo, this is the worst time to ever increase yes. anything. Indeed. It's it, it right between right paying right rent right and putting food stuff. on the table right now. Yes. It yes. is bad. Like, no, you know, businesses are struggling. Businesses are going out of business. No one, no, everybody has this constant fear of whether or not they're going to be able to feed their kids. You know, it's it's not it's not a time to do this. Yeah, and, and you're so raising people, money on people's probably, you know, few ways of, of, of escapism. And yeah, that, you're, you're getting away with it. That's kind of what you're you're stuck at home in the worst possible way at this time. The worst possible way. Yeah. I mean, look, here's the thing. Uh, you know, you brought it up and I'm glad you did. Uh, currently, as as it stands, if you want to play Fortnite, you have to have uh, a live Xbox Live account, uh, gold uh, to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is again, this is ancient territory that we are treading in. Uh, this has should this should when, when Ultimate Game Pass became as popular as it has with yeah. 20 plus million again, folks. And here's the thing. I'm not talking out of my ass when I tell you that. I I may not have sources like Randall Thor, right? I may not certainly have sources like Dealer Gaming, but I have sources nonetheless. And my sources tell me that they're all well over 20 million subscribers. And that's a fact. That is a fact, folks. And mm-hmm. I, have, I have confirmation of it. The minute they saw the success of this, Xbox Live Gold should have become free. It should have become free immediately, and I'm going to tell you why. It would have put pressure on Sony to do the same. Yes. Okay? Which is a PR move good for Microsoft, but more importantly, it would have been a fantastic PR move for folks, and you hit the fucking nail on the head about people in right now in this country, in this world, are all hurting financially because of what is going on. Putting this paywall, this increased, but what instead of you know what I like, listen, remember how we all had with free? We all had that good conversation of the benefits of it being free yes. for everybody. I thought it was going to be free because remember they they are still doing this for PC. It's free for PC. Help y'all it's know free that. there is no PC. charge for PC gaming. Yeah. So what the hell makes Xbox no better for for them to not make it free for us? Why, yeah, that, it, why are you paying a double? That makes no sense. It, it makes no sense. See, I, I'm, I'm in the belief, folks, that we tear down walls to yeah. become better people, to become better companies, to become better situations. We tear down walls. We don't erect higher walls. And that's exactly what they did. They had the wall there. The paywall was there at $60 a year. And you're like, well, $60 a year is only $5 a month. I'll eat it. They have now doubled the size of the wall, and you're like, well, holy shit, how am I getting over this now? What am I supposed to do? Now, folks, listen, here's the thing. I have friends at Xbox, okay? I certainly don't have as big friends as maybe some others, but I very rarely talk negative about the brand, not because I'm an ass kisser, because I like the fucking brand, and that's that's the reality of it. But but the truth is the truth. And I am not going to shy away from calling them out on this. And as a matter of fact, this is such a big deal that I have my uh, um, primetime gaming uh, uh, crew DMing me literally as we speak as 
basically asking me if this is going to be a topic. So Monday, Monday, well, I'm going to give Microsoft three days to respond to this because they have to. They cannot duck their head in the sand. This needs to be responded, and they need to back off on this. We're going to be talking about this topic number one on primetime gaming. TK9 in the chat. Nobody is looking forward to pay $120 a year in this current time of this this situation. No one is doing that. What are you talking about? People want too much, and y'all over-exaggerate. Are you out of your mind? Yeah, like, oh, look, like, like real talk. Like, I don't mind. Look, it, 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 let's be real about it. If if Xbox is like, hey, game, we need to raise the price, and it's going to be, you know, inflation happens, and we haven't had a price, you know, increase in X right. amount of years. Like, it's been, I think, seven, eight years since the last one. It's going to go up 10, maybe 15 bucks. Fine. Certainly, that's fair. That's inflation. That's right. Exactly. That's work, right. You go for but if you're like, or something, that's fine. But yeah, if you're like, yeah, what like right. like I'm not gonna kiss Microsoft's ass or feet because because I like to play or, or Sony's ass or feet. If Sony came out going tomorrow, hey gang, we're paying a hundred you're you're gonna pay 120 bucks for PS now and you're gonna love it. Absolutely not. That's not ex- that's not a, that's not wanting too much or too little. Let's hey, be Grant. real about that. That's anybody, an comments. Dumb. Don't don't Has anybody dumb. thought about this part right. though? Right? We we all talk about how you know business is business, right? We forget about that most <laughs> of the time. That's what we're talking about. But how about this? How about this? Business is business. They're trying to get rid of Xbox Gold by making it out of uh your reach to get you to quit. And go to Game Pass, right? So then that way they don't have to offer it anymore. They can get rid of it. There's probably too many people that still have gold and have not migrated. So yep. why not push it? So if you still want it, you're going to be paying for it because they need to recover money, right? I mean, nothing's free. They didn't buy $7 billion with nothing. Yep. I mean, they bought a company for $7 billion because they had to have the money. And that has to get uh, brought back into the company. Right. So the easy way to bring it all back, it's not just by making games, it's by making smart moves. And for Mm -hmm. them, their smart move, which to us, we don't agree upon. You know, I don't like the fact that now we got to pay a hundred, you know, double a month for this. But at the same time, it doesn't affect me. You know, I've got ultimate game pass. So I'm I'm going to say that. PC transition that much more like the logical step for Xbox. Like made it so simple they're yeah. they're li- like and, and here's the thing and i they're they're passing that cost of the bethesda deal over to the consumer and i again i get that to a degree i definitely do but but to raise it by double and yeah. saying that we're expecting too much yeah. is outrageous yeah. to me i'm oh, yeah. sorry it just is. exactly yeah we're, we're gonna we're, this is, this is something we're going to talk about for the next 13 minutes because uh, we, we got to get crispy bombs. But I, I want to catch up on some of the inc- very generous super chats that have come in. Uh, Eagles fan 76, a very generous friend of the show. He drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says the fact that we expect someday for Game Pass to go up in price, but Xbox Live Gold is not even a factor no more. For that to go up uh, is outrageous. The, another of uh, the concerned citizen, uh, Viper XT, another generous friend of the show. He says this Xbox Wire confirms this increase as well. Looks like they're going to give five games each month with it now, too. That look, 
<laughs> we, we're going to get into that in a second, too. And, of course, Alexandra Dark, uh, 91, drops a very generous $5 Super Chat. First of all, Alexandra, thank you for being here, but thank you for your generosity. He says, it's not going to matter in six months. Gold will be gone completely. You know something, dude? From your mouth to the gaming god's ears. Uh, because, look, 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 look. Let's call a freaking spade a spade, folks. Okay? 2021 is still reminiscent of 2020 in the fact that we have a pandemic still raging across the fucking world. And with that pandemic, pardon my French, folks, but I'm all, I'm all hot and bothered over this. Okay? With the pandemic comes the fact that stability financially for many families is in question from day to day. Now, yeah. I don't know who said it, but we are we are now potentially going to be locked down once again because we have multiple strains coming. People are going to be home. People cannot go to work. People are limited to their funds. Are you going to fucking tell me that mom and dad are going to pull uh, pull the food off the table so little Johnny can play Xbox Live Gold with his with his friends who are playing Fortnite because all they have is an Xbox. And on top of that, V Bucks. On top of that, V Bucks. <laughs> Crispy, let, let, let's get you. Let's get you. you, you you've been quiet here, and I obviously I know that you, you you're heavy in thought. How big of a mistake is this for Microsoft right currently right now? Is is this the biggest f f bomb or to, to the community you've ever seen? I just I'm still lost for words on why they think this would be smart. Um, I don't really want to go on a rant. You guys kind of already did it for me. I oh, no, we like your rant. Go crazy. I will say this. <laughs> why in God's name did you not just eliminate gold completely or gold be everything, okay, to begin with, if you're going to do this route? You should have just doubled the price, and it said Game Pass included, and, and that would have been much better than what you have just done. Now, you look at a subscription service like Netflix, for example. They will raise the price maybe once a year, sometimes even twice a year. Between You're doing it again, by the way. And a dollar. So what they do with that is they say, well, this is what you have to do. I'm at $18 for my 4K subscription. Now, granted, mm. I have four other people using my subscription as well. You know what I'm saying? So if you think about it, you end up saving money in the end. And maybe Xbox is thinking a different route and saying they need to do something different. They need to say, okay, you're allowed to have five people in five different households be able to use this to justify the price. That's the only way you could justify it. But currently, right now, you can have one Xbox, and then you can have a home Xbox, and then I believe most people can use other Xbox inside the same Wi-Fi system. So, you need to just allow other people to use your account wherever they are. That's the only way you can justify this at this point. But instead, you just basically said, oh, we're just going to double the price. Hey, 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 Crispy, you know what's crazy? Even on their worst days, right, like with the worst offerings for uh, gold that they had for free-to-play, like free games, they still couldn't outmatch PlayStations. Yeah. No. So, what again, what are we paying for? What exactly does – what gives them even the, the right to up, up the price at this point? I, if you can't I, even match the competition. That's why – and and uh, uh, by, by your account – for PC players not to have to pay anything is absolute BS. Yeah, I mean, it's stupid. 
what what are you thinking right now? You you doubled the price, okay? You should have just lumped everything and called Game Pass is Xbox Live Gold. That's it. And and you should have did that a long time ago and made it $10 at first. And then as you raise the price, people aren't going to say anything. Yeah, it's going to be a small band-aid rip, but at least you justify doing it by having Game Pass involved. Instead, now you have two separate entities still, and you have people pissed that didn't want Game Pass. Okay? You want people to try Game Pass? Lump them both in. You know what? You want to You want to correct this right now? You make you you take away ultimate. You make Xbox Live Gold ten dollars. You take the hit now, and you deal with the consequences later. Because right now, if you don't do this, people are so mad that they're just going to say, "Screw it, I'm done." I, and, I'm telling and you, that's my question to you guys. Do you think? And crispy, I love the rant. Keep going. Do yeah, you bro, think Chris, let it out, bro. That's ridiculous. <laughs> this type of move is gonna is, is gonna drag people away from the ecosystem. I, I think, think I think, it's gonna, I, think it, I think it already has, bro. I think it already here's, has. Here's the thing, you know, that's a fantastic question, Joe, yeah. and I really want to tackle that because here's the thing: with Microsoft's ideology that they keep pushing, we're consumer friendly. We give you more bags. Exactly. <laughs> we have a three hundred dollar console. You can next gen game on that three hundred dollar console. What did I say? What I what no barriers, I, no no uh, no no restrictions, and it's like I okay. Have, I have been banging that this is going to be the biggest and most multi-console home yeah. for Xbox and PlayStation in the history of the uh, of gaming because Microsoft is offering a very nice warm handshake into the ecosystem with a three hundred dollar console and a nice um, uh, an incredible package offering for $15 a month. Mm-hmm. What this does, this negative press, when you have ex-Microsoft executives commenting, getting thousands of hits on his comment, mm-hmm. it is going to potentially push away a PlayStation player that was like, you know something? I was going to get an Xbox, but fuck them now because no. And that is the problem. They, they, they yeah. that's what they have to do. Like literally, but they here, have to say ten dollars includes Game Pass at this point, and just get rid of Ultimate. That's, the, I mean, people are not going to subscribe to that. That that no, doubles yeah. the price, dude. Like, dude, this is not, you are not justifying anything with the content right now. It's not enough. Yeah. You know, but on, on here's, itself, here's you know? the funny part. If you look right now, you can join for a dollar. You can get your three months and all that upgrade now and get three months for ultimate. So <laughs> they are pushing you to ultimate. You know what I'm saying? They need to go ahead and, and just, if they're going to get rid of it, go ahead and say, get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Go I ahead agree. and give you the upgrade path to ultimate and be done with it. Other you question. I, 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 and, and this one goes for everybody here. Because again, I'm still trying. I'm just, I'm 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 not saying this to bait people. I'm saying this because it's a genuine question. I feel like this might be the worst thing because it kind of sounds like Jim Ryan's right. It proves Jim Ryan's right. What are you thinking <laughs> about, about, about Game Pass not being financially uh, uh, stable or, or, or yeah, is it is it is it actually because when you're when you're talking about consumer trust being over. Right. Again, just a question, just hypotheticals here. It, it's, a, it's a conversation that's worthy, yeah. dude. Yeah. And 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 uh, when you're talking about you know losing consumer trust in in a brand, 
that's that is that is huge right and to see a company just overnight take a service that we all know and love and go okay uh we've doubled it just overnight does that not concern you that this could also lead this to common session is really like uh scary right now i it don't is. know what what you guys thought of, like, oh, you I thought we guys are rich, or oh, you guys are clowning. Are you out of your mind? Nobody's paying sixty dollars every six months for these dev to play online. The mm-hmm. well, again, here here's the thing, and, and again, I always say this, and I know that in in my com in my comment section, sometimes I get a lot of real real negativity, uh, which of course it's fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I really don't get offended. I mean, I was crying out loud. I was a New York City police officer, and you can only imagine some of the things that I heard. And I know I was a good guy. Uh, so yeah. it, you know, it, you just get, you get you get thick skin. Yeah. But when and talk- New Yorkers are trash anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Uh, but. When, when, when talking about Xbox, you got to mention PlayStation, right? It, uh-huh. it, it's 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 like it's it's one hand washes the other in regards to the conversation. That's just the way it is. Sure. And when you look at what my, what Microsoft gives away with games with gold, it's laughable compared right. to what Sony gives. That 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 again, pure fact. It could be my opinion, fact, but it's. Uh-huh. My, I, I think it's safe to assume that what Sony has given away. A perfect example, Destruction All-Stars is a, was a $70 title, which I was going to buy at launch, and then I came to my senses. Regardless of whether or not you think that's Fortnite meets, meets Twisted Metal, it's a new IP. And guess what? If you're a PlayStation Plus member, you're getting it for free. Okay? Yeah, for free. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Bug Snacks, Game of the Year, Okay, listen, may not be your thing. You might think that it's the dumbest game of all time, but it was originally launching at a $50 title. I mean, let's just take a look at the PlayStation collection here, right? Crash Insane Trilogy, God of War, Mortal Kombat, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy, uh, Resident Evil 5, Last Guardian, Days Gone, Call of Duty, Detroit... Uh, Uncharted 4, Batman, Last of Us, Ratchet Clank, Bloodborne, Until Dawn. Like... And you know right. something? You're getting all that for sixty dollars, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Hey, wait, hold on a sec, though. I got one better for you. We talked about this in the pregame. Yep. Just a month ago, folks. Good friend of the show, WRC. Uh, uh, WRC. Uh, good friend of 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 this, of this particular channel. Dropped me a link. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 Cup Z on Twitter. Dropped me a link for uh, a year. Of PlayStation Plus for thirty one dollars. You know yep. I'm paying up for next the next two years, folks. Mm-hmm. So again, when you're comparing apples to apples, this apple over here in my right hand very shiny. The one in the left hand <laughs> not so much. And that is where Xbox is right now. And I got news for you, folks. If you think that I'm the only one that's going to be talking about this, if you're an Xbox fan, look, I'll say this. If you're a fan of, and I have, by the way, two Xbox shows weekly now because I just added Xbox One on One with Semi Games uh, on Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I have two Xbox shows. So I'm heavily invested in the brand. Any and all Xbox fans have to take a step back right now and be outraged by this because the only way Phil Spencer and Redman are going to know that we're fucking pissed is if we say something. And rest assured, I'm not done tweeting and I'm certainly not done talking about this. Like I said, Monday Monday night's primetime gaming uh, is going to be 
not only a great show, but it's going to lead off with this topic that, again, I'm giving Microsoft the weekend to respond if they do not respond. Well, I mean, it's real talk, to- boom. That's why they did it. They did Bad news is always on a Friday. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. 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 Good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So, I, and, and, and what they don't know about us Xbox fans is that we ain't going to shut up until you fix it. I'm sorry. We, we, yeah. You know what? You can say well, some of these crazy people that are just like, oh, you guys never call them out. Yeah, guess what? We did just did. See us call <laughs> we just did. It's happening right now. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> I, am, I am not happy. I know Boom dropped four F-bombs today. So, yeah, let's go, baby. Come on, Xbox. Get Here's the thing. Like, I, I pride myself at, crispy at, 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 at conducting myself in a proper manner on the show. I don't like to really curse. I, I don't because it's not that I feel ashamed to do it. I mean, I you curse. It's no big deal. Uh, I do have, you know, younger, younger folks that listen to us. So I, I want to be a good role model, but I, I, I apologize. I, I'm sorry. I, I am it's very, reaction when I'm you very bothered about this because again, the world, not yeah. North America, not India or Mexico or Japan or Europe, the entire world is in a crisis right now. Yeah. And I think that I, again, as someone who holds no stake in Microsoft whatsoever, other than being a fan and owning a, a, a couple of stocks, right? For me, as a normal thinking person who loves to think about others first, that, that, is, that is my DNA makeup. It's put people first before myself. I did it as a cop, and I do it now as a civilian. I love helping people. When I see moves like this from corporations that have trillions and trillions of dollars, it is an effing head scratcher why they would do this now now of all times where the where the, where the virus is re-raging people are losing their jobs unemployment is up how to put the food lines in in food shelters are longer than 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 they used to be for waiting for a new console and that's because people can't put the food on the table and it's not people's fault because they're being lazy or they're being irresponsible it's just the world we're living in this kind of a move is the biggest boob move i've seen under the tutelage of Phil Spencer since being being promoted to his uh, sitting on the right hand side of God Safia Nadala in 2017. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, it's it, in and to me, I think the saddest thing is if some of these people in chat are, are as 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 you know militant as they are, is man, it, they'll get away with it. They'll get away with it, and and that's what I think. At the end of the day, when well, and and uh, this my 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 hypothetical talk to y'all, y'all, all y'all was: is this actually going to hurt them? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I, know, man. It, I, I, you know, I, look, I, whole, I don't think if you're an Xbox person, like real talk, I'm not selling my Xbox Series X. No, and like, I, I, I get it. No, I, I absolutely get it. But you know what? I, I know there's some people that are going to say even bad press is good press. This this is where I I would 100% disagree. I yeah. think that this is again. I have covered Microsoft to an unbelievable T where I even had Major Nelson on my program. So you I have a real real working relationship, and I have to say. I am stunned. 
I am disappointed and I am so enraged by this that even on my own show where I don't curse, I drop multiple F-bombs. And that's because I'm so emotional of what's yeah. personally going on. I, I, I'm almost ashamed. I cannot mm-hmm. believe this happened. I think it's a disgrace. I think that we, they, they, someone from Microsoft, and I hope that it is either Aaron Greenberg, Matt Booty, or, of course, Phil Spencer needs to respond. They need to course correct immediately. They, they Sitting on your hands, I mean, they have to read. The, their, their social media staff must be going crazy right now. Because how to. do you respond to this? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you say good. You know, not all press is good press, though. Um, I agree. Know, not, all, not all press is good press. Like as soon as people see the the free to play, you know, games are behind this one hundred and twenty dollar paywall. That's immediately like going to have people go like, okay, well, what am I getting for PS? Like, what am I getting for PlayStation? What am I getting for PS Plus? Also, fifty dollars. I get we're the reacting in the chat. Oh, dude, uh, I, I ignored like the hell out of you. My PayPal account. <laughs> I would like to give you my PayPal account. You could give me. 120 bucks and if hey listen if if listen if the if they go back on this they they turn away from it i expect 60 bucks in my account bro oh you guys paid a thousand dollars for a console so this should be a big deal i'm like listen let me just go ahead and just ignore this chat at this point (laughs) i'm gonna be honest with you there's gonna i'm gonna lose some subs over this i'm sure there's gonna be xbox you know fans today's not the day to cap Listen, I t- I call it down the middle, folks. And I think that if you if you look at this situation and you try to in some way s- spin this into some sort of a positive for Microsoft, I I, I really think you got to ask yourself what the f are you thinking? Yeah. Because again, if Sony did this, I would be on them. If Nintendo, if Nintendo raised, let's let's say for instance, Nintendo says, okay, you want to play online? It's now sixty dollars for yeah. that. Yep. trash that they call online you, people would be beside them so they'd be like are you kidding me right yeah. so we it's, it's the same sass that i would give nintendo or playstation i'm going to hand deliver it to redmond personally and like i said this will not be the last time this conversation takes place get yeah. ready like I said, when they up the prices for the games to 70. Remember how I said gamers yeah. are going to be picky as ever when those games went to $70? They're going to look at them very closely, like what is yeah. uh, what they're about, how long they are, et cetera, et cetera. Now people are going to be looking at this service even closer than they ever wanted to begin with. You yeah. know, looking at all the games from, from the uh from the latest months that they've gotten for free for Xbox Live Gold and comparing it to Plus, even on the worst days where it's like those games are like eh, you know and we all had those days like okay those games yeah. are good, but we don't care even on those particular days ps plus outshined and real talk for the people that, are, that were very concerned for us playstation folks about that ten dollar price and how we were going to afford it same energy please yeah no i agree yeah. all right well, listen, folks, we, we, we're already, uh, first of all, this was an incredible show. I mean, obviously, yeah. it opened up with fire, then it closed with fire. Uh, we, we I have to get to the three more Super Chats that came in, and then, of course, we'll get, get, get everyone out of here. I want to thank the near 300 people that tuned in. 
Uh, again, if you enjoyed the show, I am would would likely you know politely request that you do hit the like button. You know, share this on social media. Let's get some, uh, you know, get some new subs. Let's get some folks listening to the show. If you didn't, of course, you know it, it's your priority. Prior, you know, uh, uh, you know, if if you want to, you can hit the thumbs down button. That's fine. But Eagles fan uh, drops not one but two additional super chats, and he the first one is two dollars. So thank you for the generous additions, my friend. He says online gaming should be inclusive, not exclusive and that is a great great right. comment uh we have lord roughness drops an outstanding five dollars of chat says i've told more of my more of my friends about xbox live being in game pass than microsoft has advertised and told people it's their fault uh their fault folks haven't migrated uh that's a that's a that's a strong point and i agree with you there uh and of course eagles fan drops an additional five dollars of chat says XP, xpl should be free push everyone over to game pass by put games with gold under Game Pass, you need to put all advantages under Game Pass, not gold. And I agree 100%. I think that what they're doing is clearly taking a step back. But let's get to the outros, and we'll start with BitCloud Gaming. You have a show this afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is extremely popular. You're closing in on 10,000 subs for your incredible YouTube channel. Tell everyone about where they can check out that program, but more importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media? Oh, yeah, man. It's good. Uh, good show as always, uh, Boom. Now, um, again, I know how Boom, I know you like to keep that positive energy. You do a great job with positive energy. And like I said before, you're, you're going to go places. You're doing great. So, you know, again, I know this is a bad time for this, but, you know, Ain't, ain't nothing gonna stop you, boom. Just I definitely going. appreciate that. Thank you, dude. And to those who all of a sudden want to unsubscribe to you because you know of this situation, hell, you already know. You, you ain't gonna be dealing. Anyway, go back to this. Uh, me, Big Cloud Gaming, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern time. We're gonna talk about this as well. And uh, yeah, we have a lot to say. Yeah, Maybe and, and as so. always, boom. And um, everybody on the panel, appreciate you guys, crispy. Mr. Bad Bit, Dripple, you already know. Yep. Definitely appreciate you being here, brother. Certainly, especially about the Resident Evil stuff. I know you're as big as a oh, fan dude, as me. I love it. Uh, obviously, we, we, we have deep, deep Capcom uh, bloodlines for sure. Joe. Listen, you're going to stream that. If you stream that, that would be awesome. I'm saying right now. If you yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I, I actually I, I didn't get a chance to because I have it recorded. I have multiple playthroughs recorded that I wanted to do for today's show. I just I, I had to do some stuff before the show, and I'm going to be playing that on primetime gaming, a couple of my playthroughs for Resident Evil, the Maiden demo that is live for PlayStation. Uh, that'll be up live for you guys to check out on primetime gaming at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time this Monday evening. Joe, yeah. you've been doing some incredible things on the trophy room. You got some big announcements coming in the, in the next couple of months. I cannot wait for you to share with others, but also... Where could people reach out to you and pull you across the 2K line on social media, on Twitter? Well, Wolgot's the, fir the, the first thing, sure. So, you know, make sure you follow us uh, at the Trophy Room at PlayStation Podcast, where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation. And you're right. This year is going to be our biggest yet. We're going to have Greg Miller on the show in the coming weeks and or month. Uh, it's going to be yeah, a big deal. It's going to be pretty damn awesome. Uh, so make sure you check us out over there on the Trophy Room again, YouTube as well. YouTube's been really hitting me hard. I've never seen it this bad in a very long time. But uh, I'll be making a YouTube video return 
uh, in February. Now that I feel all 110% better after recovering from uh, COVID and we're doing some really special things on that channel. I can't wait for it. That's the real surprise we'll talk about next week. Um, but yeah, thank you once again for having me. It was a fun show. And let me tell you something, Boom. Your Black Widow gameplay, I, I was I, I was enthralled. This is this is fantastic. Uh, you know what? It, it, it's something that people have been requesting. Unfortunately, I ran my show for the last two and a half years on a Surface Pro 4, a very, right. very small um, <laughs> type of, of PC. Yeah. Mrs. Boomstick really surprised me. I this 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 monster that I have tw- has plenty of RAM, 12 gigs plus of RAM, and has more memory than I need for what I use it for. I, obviously, I don't play games on PC, but it gives yeah. me the power to run games and obviously i know people are like oh but you've been running the you know the same stuff folks this was a last minute get i just wanted to test it out uh, i'm going to be recording video on a regular basis and I'm, everything that's new that everyone is playing is going to be on display on yeah. every show uh, dude, yeah look and crazy. also one last flow. thing i'm sorry boom it flowed naturally Oh yeah, 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 I, yeah absolutely. I definitely appreciate that. What, what, what do you want to add, Joe? The one thing I do want to pimp out as well, other than at Mister Badbin on Twitter, is for you rich people out there that can afford that one hundred twenty patreon.com slash ps trophy room for less than a yearly subscription of xbox game uh, or, or xbox live you can help support the show in major ways so there you go i love it i love it and listen self-promotion is key uh but listen crispy bomb what you you are on, on several podcasts uh and you support this community not only through your incredible banter on this show on of course the next podcast but you also are someone who enjoys playing <laughs> multiplayer on Xbox Live. Tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media and check out your other work. Uh, always a pleasure to be on here. Uh, always seems to have some kind of news drop right before the show. Uh, <laughs> yes, I was yelling earlier. This is my normal voice, so if you ever think I'm yelling all the time, you know I'm not. Um, <laughs> At Chrissy Bomb on Twitter, Chrissy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. Yes, you can find me on Retro Renegades Tuesday night, 7 p.m. The next podcast, Thursday, 8 p.m. now. And of course, I'll be back here on Breakfast with Boom, 10 a.m. Fridays. And yes, you want you want to pay that 120? Hey, you, you can hook me up too, bro. Like <laughs> what's your PayPal? What's your PayPal? Put that up. <laughs> at crispybomb.com slash paypal <laughs> and last and in no way least uh dreadpool why don't you tell everyone about not only your incredible series known as breaking bread with dread but where could people reach out to you for a conversation on social media oh yes definitely breaking bread with dread is on anchor.fm dreadpool we sit down and we actually meet up and talk with other personalities and eat together while we discuss whatever the topics are for that day. So definitely check it out. Uh, it's in stereo. So yeah, wear a headset. It, it's cool. Um, but Twitter is Dreadpool. The O's are actually zeros. YouTube Gamertag and Stadia, Dreadpool, all letters, all caps. Gaming Beyond the Box, Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. And obviously here every Friday morning, Breakfast with Boom. 10 a.m. And I also help out with uh, four guys with quarters with their interviews. Well, listen, everyone here is busy. Everyone here is a podcast professional. And, of course, we want you to support all of us. Uh, Obviously, 
Uh, we want to thank the near 300 people that tuned in. Of course, I want to thank the very generous at Super Chats that continue to come in on a show-by-show basis. Uh, trust me when I tell you, uh, I understand that uh, you know not everyone can afford to do the Super Chats. And listen, we, we just talked about that. I, I, I take no ill will. I do not expect anything. I am humbly grateful for everything that is uh, donated. Obviously, last year, Mrs. Boom and my brother, Neo Mental, uh, paid it forward where we uh, we uh, raffled off $3,000 worth of prizes. And we are going to look to do the same this year. Obviously, the Super Chats help pay for that because, you know, I'm a retired dude and you only get one check per month. So you got you to gotta play it smart. So I want to thank the generosity of this community. I want to thank the support. If you are new, please consider subscribing to Double Barrel Gaming. You're going to get this fire content not three times anymore. Four times a week, folks. That's right. Four live produced shows weekly by Double Barrel Gaming. Um, it's, it's a one-man act, but I have many casts of uh, of incredible community members like you see in front of you today supporting me in this journey. Hopefully, you'll tune in each one of these shows when they go live. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. And hopefully, one day, it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught me. He used to say, son, treat others. How you want to be treated, and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, have a great weekend, be safe, wear a mask, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom.